and we are live live hey everyone and welcome to the nerdy up north podcast it's a nerdy podcast and it's hosted by northern nerds i am one of your hosts sam and i'm the other host paul and we are joined on tonight's episode by the majestic jake and the lovely charlotte who's making a grand return after uh, so long so i'm not gonna surprisingly goth shall we say it looks like she's even turning <laughs> paler than donna would ever do <laughs> i think that's just me now <laughs> you look beautiful darling uh, so yes um so this is our grand return to youtube after trying out facebook and that was fucking scary i'm not gonna fucking lie back from <laughs> that was the, the weirdest experience but yes, yes um how was it guys back. Back <laughs> it was strange just... do you feel changed Different. Okay, I feel like I've sold out. So, um, but yeah, it was, it was an experience. It, like, it didn't give us as much control, and we couldn't really interact with the chat as much as no. we normally like to do as well. So, it probably said it better without, without the distraction. But um, I don't think this type of thing is for Facebook when it comes to like say our long chats. If it was like 10, 15 minutes, fair enough. I can see people staying on browsing on the phones, but. No, I think we've found a home and this is where we'll probably stay for the rest of our lives. Or probably for another five episodes and I'll get bored ears and tell you to fuck off. So, <laughs> <Or> so <laughs> Anything well, could happen. <laughs> we are home and, you know, I don't think Charlotte's been here for this moment, has she? I don't think she no, has. Both. Oh, she was here last week. She experienced yeah, she it last week. <laughs> she did. So, how you's, how you's been? What you've been watching? What you've been up to? Stuff. Stuff. <laughs> What's happening on this week of Moonshiners? I'll, I'll leave that to the end because I know I know everyone is waiting to find out. That is the rip roaring episode uh, that everyone's wanting to see. Um, um, what you've been watching? What you've been up to? I'll let the lovely Jake go first because it's been a while. Yeah, I, I can take this one. Like I've been definitely influenced by um, Paul and his love of all things Discovery. Um, <laughs> Start watching Naked and Afraid a little bit. Um, that show's pretty good. You get to see a lot of bare asses just nice. running around the jungle. Um, blur out the boobs and ass and bloop and wieners. They don't say the wieners. Yeah, but they just leave the butts. Most, and apart from when people bend over to pick something up. Because you know what um, needs nice. to say that. That show, is, <laughs> that show is insane. It just goes to show you that if you had to live outside, you'd just be covered in insect bites immediately and just want to die. <laughs> oh. So which ones did you watch? Because I know there's a fucking t- ton of them as well. Oh, I just started like Naked and Fred season seven, episode one or something. Uh, but no, oh, yeah. I liked it. I do like a bit of Discovery trash, but I hadn't drifted onto the survivalist side. Of <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I really like it as well is because I know it's, it sounds stupid, but I love watching these alpha males as well. They're pronouncing, I'm, I'm, I'm a man, I hunt, I live. And they turn into like such babies and crying on a night time because they're cold <laughs> and wet. Yeah, like, yeah. No, on this first one I watched, the guy did leave and the woman had to finish it on her own. <laughs> <laughs> and she did as well. <laughs> yes. Um, one of the ones I went watching, it was one of the most like amazing things I've ever seen. Uh, a, a vegetarian woman was on and she survived yeah. the full time there without eating meat or resorting to eating meat. So she st- stuck to her vegetarian pre- principles. She lost a lot of weight and, and become very unhealthy for her. But she yeah. actually did do it. And she was getting mocked all the way through by these big blokes saying, oh, we're going to get you to eat food, meat by by some days. And like I said, there were certain aspects where she was like 
getting a bit upset saying I don't break my beliefs just yeah. uh, for it. But she managed to do it. So it was quite inspiring as well. As well. So I, I quite like that yeah. show. But yeah, half the people just get dysentery and have to be taken home by the looks of it. <laughs> me. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. survive an hour. <laughs> Other than that, um, I caught an hour of Black Panther, which I, uh, two, which I intend to finish. <laughs> but so You've far, been... so far, so good on that one. I quite liked Namor <laughs> from what I saw. Namor. I did think it was very silly that the like space floated the Black Panther coffin up <laughs> before the opening credits. It was a I little bit well. silly. I was like, why is he floating? <laughs> are they the beaming him home? Like, what is that? <laughs> I can tie one of mine in with that because I watched that on Thursday and I just just sat and snivelled all the way through it. I'm not going to lie. And it wasn't because of what, obviously, it's really sad that, you know, Chadwick Boseman's gone. And that that film was literally just to allow the cast and crew to mourn. Um, It was the fact that I was reminded again that, you know, Chadwick Boseman's not here and I won't get my what if episode in real life. Because mm-hmm. that and that's what was getting us upset is I won't see that. And it was because it was one of the most beautifulest episodes of anything I've seen in a long time. And I, I did enjoy it, but I understood um I understood why some it was very long. Mm-hmm. Really yeah. long. Yeah. But it was it was just it was one big funeral. Mm-hmm. One it big was. it was just a very long goodbye. We we watched it uh, Wednesday, I think we watched it, and I'm not going to lie, I, I fell off it a bit. Um, I think the middle really dragged, but I thought it was weird because I didn't think the story was that strong, but I thought all the performances, the females especially, were unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Angela Bassett was amazing. Um, I can't remember her name, but Shuri was, was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing more of Riri because I think she was a bit just sort of thrown in yeah just for a name yeah um but the the standout for me was uh Denai Gurira as Akoya oh. I think she is absolutely amazing and it was such a absolutely brilliant... amazing yeah I'm not I think I think we should not talk about her arc because Jake might not be there yet <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just, just about to go into the, the yeah because <laughs> yeah. yeah. I nearly did it I was like and yeah, yeah. No, I, think, then... I think I love the film. I, well, I love the strong word. I like the film. I, I think I think we said in the chat it's a it's a film I could have done with editing. Thirty minutes out, it's one side quest too many, but yeah. it was a film you could tell that's been rewritten because of what yeah. happened, and that's yeah. quite prominent because you can tell the bits that were meant to be in with Black Panther with um, like I said Chadwick Boseman. Um, and the bits that wasn't that was put in like rewritten afterwards, so it, it felt like like I say half a story for me. But I know it's always difficult to do that for me. For me, watching it, I, it was very sort of disjointed, and at times it didn't really know what it, where it was going or what they were doing. Or and I, I imagine that's exactly how they felt when they were having to rewrite it. Yeah. Like they just felt a bit lost, and I think that yeah. really does come over in mm-hmm. the story. So. Yeah. But yeah, I think that all the performances were great. It, it was just, it was a bit long. Yeah. I, I, I know Ryan Coogler said after he passed, he was like, that's it, I'm done. And I'm not just yeah. done with Black Panther. I'm done with movies. I'm done yeah. with everything. That's it. I'm mm-hmm. ha- I'm going to hang everything up. And it wasn't until he was, he spoke to Marvel and he got the, they said, listen, we'll give you the opportunity to 
to say your goodbye. And then if you want to walk away, then by all means, totally understand. Um, and when he did it, he said he got his, he just felt inspired yeah, because he could feel him there. And he was like, this isn't ha- what he would want. He wouldn't yeah. want us to just hang it all up and everything. It, it was handled really beautifully. Like the, yeah. from the, the titles at the the Marvel titles at the beginning to the funeral Chilling. to the end. Oops. It was it was it was handled so well. And I love the fact that they didn't focus on how or why. They just focused was, on saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. The it was almost mirrored his actual illness. Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah. it, it was it, it was so real mm-hmm. that it, it was actually, mm-hmm. sometimes you had to keep reminding yourself that I'm watching a bloody superhero film here. It, yeah, but I it, think... With the, with... Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no? um, it, it reminded me of when Corey Monteith died in Glee. Mm-hmm. They didn't They didn't focus on the how he died, because obviously it was a drug, drug overdose. We didn't, they didn't focus on how he died. They just focused on sort of seeing the right character. Yeah. yeah. But I think with Marvel's weak points now... And it is quite prevalent in this movie, as it has been for a lot of them. All it feels now is like it's placeholders for where, what's happened next. It's introducing yeah. other characters for the sake of saying, oh, we're going to get this now. We're going to get that now. Mm-hmm. This is what, what this is going to lead into. And I think that's Marvel's biggest, biggest mistake now. They don't know what they're fixing on and they can't fix on a story. So tell half yeah. a story, but the other half is then telling um, where they're stuck, where, like the next movie's going to go just focus on yeah. one project at a time. Yeah. Or you like, you've kind of got to wait too long because I feel like they're build, building up like the whole Madame Hydra thing for a long time. And mm-hmm. it's like, I'm starting to forget bits now because you've left it too long and you've started other stories in the meantime. So now like I'm focus pulled over here. And I yeah. think like they expect people to like rewatch stuff a lot, and like I don't personally. Not everyone, not everyone can be me. Who, have, you know, <laughs> who will watch it like a million and one times? I, and I understand that, but I totally get what you mean. Yeah. But I'm not blind. But... I'm not blindsided by Marvel's like what Marvel's doing at the moment, just because I'm a, like a fangirl of them. Oh yeah. Um, I just. So what else is it been watching? <laughs> <laughs> Anything better than that? Oh. Oh, I watched season two of Happy Valley. That was Which exciting. Oh. Which that was season, very exciting. Season finale is tonight as well. Yeah, season. Yeah. Yeah. Michaela was like, I finished it on Friday night after we finished the podcast. I watched the last episode of season two, and she was, um, she was like, right. So can you get uh, season three done by Sunday so you can watch the final episode so we can talk about it? I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> that is not gonna happen. I'm good. I'm not that good. <laughs> What about Charlotte, what you've been watching? I know you um, normally bully Kev to watch anything interesting. I, I have I, I have got Kev addicted to bacon shows. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Kev. We, Kev is probably we need an intervention. Charlotte, intervention for Kev. He, he, he puts them on more than I do now. He got really excited because um, Bake Squad on Netflix has just dropped that second season and he was just like Charlotte second season's up when you watch it <laughs> it's like all right <laughs> yeah, I mean, you um, might want to switch off now Charlotte's talking about her and Kev's fetishes so you might want to walk through <laughs> <laughs> um, you call that puff pastry man that's your crust you can't even fry an egg you can't even fry an egg and yet mm-hmm. he's shouting at the telly like oh you're doing it wrong I'm like you go do it then <laughs> <laughs> If it's that easy, you go 
pipes and cupcakes. Go on. <laughs> oh, now, now we're getting into euphemisms. Now you go and pipe that cupcake. <laughs> you get that there, sir. <laughs> Um, but not even so yeah, minutes I'm... in. <laughs> she, Mr. she wanted this. <laughs> um, I've just been kind of rewatching stuff. I was not being well, and I'm not sort of recovering as quick as I used to because I'm Old. nearly mid thirties. Yeah, um, <laughs> I've just been sort of rewatching stuff that I don't really have to concentrate, and I can just switch yeah. off. So, um, we watched The Last of Us, obviously, um, which was beautiful. It was a just stunning episode. Uh, we watched. Check out our episode um, on YouTube for that as well, guys. <laughs> um, we watched Criminal Minds because I think it's the it was it's this new season finale next week, mm-hmm. um, and we've got a few theories on that one. It kind of what it's hinting to, um, but they have just been confirmed for another series, so we'll see. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been and... dipping in and out of that. It's not one that I've seen every episode of the the latest stuff. It does seem very like fan servicey though, like from what I've seen, which like it's... is fair enough because it's like a return. But it's like, oh look, the the goth lady's here, <laughs> just doing sexy things. Look out, everyone! <laughs> We're there. What, um, what shows this? Yeah, exactly. Sexy things. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I can't believe you've never seen Criminal Minds before, Paul, because you would absolutely one hundred percent leave your wife for Garcia, <laughs> and so would Grant, and so Kev would leave me. So it's okay. <laughs> But uh, no, it, this season's been really, really good. There's, there's been a couple of there's been a couple of episodes that were a bit filler, but with it being a shorter season, it's it's been better paced. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what else? His Dark Materials. It's the finale right now. Um, so we're going to watch that after we've done this. And what were we watching on Saturday night, Charlotte? What was I watching on Saturday night? On. Well. <laughs> Pamela Anderson documentary. Oh, yeah, the Pamela Anderson documentary. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yes, sorry, I forgot about that. Uh, Yeah, I watched the Pamela Anderson documentary um, on Saturday night when he was out. And that was really eye-opening, I think. Hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to watching it. And it wasn't, yeah, it it wasn't necessarily what she was saying. It was the interview of, like, her sons and her family and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. And obviously they had a completely different take on, on what happened. And then it covered, um, it went right up until the the Pam Tommy documentary came out and it covered sort of her reaction to that. Um, mm. the, 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 the the eldest son saw the first two episodes and his reaction and stuff. So yeah, it was really sort of eye-opening. It, it kind of made us realise that Pamela Anderson was the 90s Britney Spears. Yeah, is as yeah. how she was treated and, and stuff yeah. like that. I um I feel awful that I actually watched Tom and Pammy, not knowing that she didn't give her consent for this. Yeah, and when I realised that she hadn't, I was like, Jesus Christ! They're just exposing that all over again. Yeah, it's that's exactly uh, how she describes it. Uh huh. And I, I felt abs- I felt sick to my stomach that I'd actually watched it, mm. and I will I will know for next time to do. Because obviously Tommy Lee well, is all over it. Like yeah. he was, mm-hmm. he was fine with it. But I didn't realize she wasn't on the same page. But that's yeah. not like our fault type thing. I know, like I say, it's it's mm-hmm. it's difficult when, like, say, someone like 
Disney Plus brings out a show as yeah. big as that. You, you kind of think, but you don't know what's going on in the background. So it, it's it's hard to know, like, say, the ins and outs, because yeah. you would think that she would like, be getting paid. But again, then you've got to realise that she lived through that. And even mm-hmm. though it was kind of like embellished and blew up, I don't yeah. think much of it would have been changed. So it's always a difficult one. But she is a very, very strong woman to go through and still be, like, say, um, where she is now, and not like because a lot of people would have like kind of faded away, and yeah, just... definitely, she's a phenomenal writer. Mm-hmm. Um, which I didn't have a clue about until I watched that. Absolutely brilliant writer. But she's... yeah, it's definitely something she's... I'll be checking out soon. Hopefully. Yeah, absolutely, I'll be watching it. Well, go on then. What's been so happening I... this week on Moonshiners? <laughs> so I've been watching a few things this week. Um, I watched. Uh, like I say, the new the Megan movie with uh, like I say the updated Ch- Chucky, which oh yeah was kind of okay, had good premises, but it was predictable as hell and mm. not as it, fun it as it could have been. It kind of just felt like child's play to me. I think the the girl that played Megan was brilliant, mm-hmm. but it was just a bit yeah child's play in twenty twenty three sort of thing. Yeah, it was kind of like. <laughs> Okay, I've watched that, but if I paid to watch it, sorry, uh, dodgy up north. There's a decent copy <laughs> online as well, guys, if you want oh, to pick it up. Oh, thank you, yes. thank you, because we've been uh, waiting for it. Um, I wouldn't have been happy if I had to pay for it, to be honest. It wasn't, like, say, anything special. It, it felt like a Netflix movie type thing, if that makes sense. It had yeah. the look of that when I saw the trailer, like, that kind of, like, very, like, high high contrast, like, looks like it's in a weird, like, laboratory room. <laughs> I know it kind of is a little bit. Um, but, uh, but no, how did you like the weird, the TikTok sensation that is Megan? Then <laughs> um, it was interesting. Like, say, the, um, the whole the, the dance, dance scene, that everyone's been dance. doing. It, it kind yeah. of didn't fit in the movie. That's the thing. You, you yeah. can understand if it was, I think, but she didn't do that type of thing all the way through. It was just standing in the hall, and this CEO walked in, and he was just like Megan, and she just done this dance in front of him instead of like just kicking off and killing them, which she, she was doing with most people. So it kind of <laughs> felt a bit like it looked cool. It looked amazing, but it just didn't seem to be have the point. Um, she was, I thought she was a bit more scary than Chucky because she was just bigger than everyone. Like she was, like, <laughs> yeah, true. She was like teenage girl height. You couldn't just sort of kick her around the way. She was a bit more. I don't think Chucky was, was made that way to, to be scary in a way. I think Chucky was made that way to sell dolls, uh, <laughs> which he still does. <laughs> Hi, Chucky. So you can't just, <laughs> um, just boot Megan then, basically. No. no. Um, but like I say, everything that happens, it's so predictable. But um, I watched a sad documentary as well. Um, the Glee Let's story, like like the oh, um, yeah. the, Glee, the three episodes. Oh. I enjoyed it in a way, but it was pure exploitation because there was no cast member part of the documentary. It was all uh, this person's hairdresser. This person's oh, um, God, right. like um, stand-in type thing. No one big or like say, from the production was like in part of the interviews. I think the only like say a person that was close to it was um, the, the last that died. I can't remember her name. Who's played Naya Rivera? Naya, Naya Rivera. Yeah. Naya Rivera's father was in, and he told a good start. But, oh. but again, sorry, she'll, I'm sure she'll pop back hopefully. Charlotte, <laughs> <laughs> um, are you still there? We've lost to Charlotte. Uh, oh no, Charlotte! <laughs> Charlotte, come back! No, no Charlotte, come and Jake's change. Tra- 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 she'll be she'll be shouting the Kev. 
<laughs> but yeah, um, only her father is in, and then the, the, they stayed in quite a bit too much towards like, um, like about the death and like theorizing yeah. about it and stuff like that, and it kind of uh, felt a bit uncomfortable towards the end. Oh right, I've not. I'm not a Glee. I've never been a Glee fan. I just I've seen stuff on TikTok, and it literally just looked like it was. Um, how can we? How can we bash Lee and Michelle anymore? Yeah. Like that... how can we? How can we really like give it to her because you know she's got such a reputation. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do have like oh there she is, pretty faces <laughs> back. Um, they have like the Glee curse. Yeah, that's what they kind of like talked about as well, but. Um, it, it was more uncomfortable than entertaining to watch. So, right. it's, if 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 it was one to check out, I don't think it's was entertaining. I I wouldn't go back to watching, and I wouldn't always recommend people to watch. Yeah, um, you're not sure like what it. You're not sure like what it was serving by being made. If, if that mm-hmm. makes sense, like yeah, because you can just read the story, okay. and it's a weird one. <laughs> That's fine. Um. The other thing I did watch, and again we'll talk about because I think it's going to become a staple of this of this of the podcast now. Absolutely, I'm making this a segment. So let's go. <laughs> yes, I did catch up on Moonshiners this week. Um, as Jake pointed <laughs> out, I didn't realise as well there was so many seasons of Moonshiners. <laughs> like so, Twenty-two or something. So, <laughs> um, so I watched the latest episode, but I've been going back as well and watching the first season, Origins. Uh, the Origins, oh, which. Um, is like proper yokels with shotguns and uh, like, and it actually has the police after them and, and like in this one as well. But um, the the later ones are more like reality TV based entertainment shite. Mm. Um, but we've we had the two uh, old old timers on this episode because each episode they've got like different focusing on people. So the two old timers, the one with the weevils, I told you about. It was yeah. the weevils oh, yes. were invested in in um infested the grain so this time they've they've had more bad luck basically what's happened is the corn that's grown in the fields it's went moldy you what oh, jesus <laughs> oh my god what did they do so they were, they were upset but luckily they knew a farmer close by who they'd done a deal with so they sell uh, like percentage of the moonshine profits to use the corn so, right. so there's been some dodgy dealings going on. So, fifteen percent of the profits, uh, <laughs> he was going to get their corn fields. So they went and got the corn, and they were eating the corn raw, which made us feel about uncomfortable and sick. I'm not going to lie. Um, and then they were going to do oh, like that noise. Uh, yeah. They were going to do like a roasted corn uh, element as well to it. So they're going to have roasted corn flavored whiskey. So it tastes a bit like uh, toffee popcorn. Right. right. Oh, interesting. And then the other guy who's came up, come up from Louisiana and stepping on people's toes up in up because um, there's better water where they're going in Tennessee apparently. Um, he didn't turn off the plug, or he still. And guess what happened? It fucking blew up. It blew you up. Kidding. Mm-hmm. Have any of these guys gone blind? Because that's a legit <laughs> concern when you're making like hard alcohol. See, they know they know how to get past that part though. So they're clever. <laughs> Because the ethanol, because because what they do is when they put through the moonshine, the first barrel or the first bucket they do, that's got the high percentage alcohol with the ethanol in. You've got to throw oh. that away, and then every every 
thing comes out is is drinkable. Oh, as long see, as you I don't see. drink the first the first yeah. bucket, you don't go blind. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? I don't know. I don't know. Can't, can't hear, hear Charlotte. You can't hear. You. <laughs> oh, Charlotte. <laughs> Why Charlotte, are you, you are totally getting trolled up your mum, by the way, and I know you can't hear us. <laughs> no, I think she can hear us. Can you hear us? Yeah? <laughs> we just can't hear you. We'll I'm fix this part in post. But sorry, right. she's, <laughs> she's looking pretty, though, so that's the main you thing. You look so adorable. But, yes, and talking about it, because I know Sam normally records her Game of Thrones episode on Tuesday, but this Tuesday she's not. So we might do a little bit of recording. So I'm going to get Sam to watch an episode of Moonshiners. So I you might so... see Sam's reaction to watching so this excited. amazing show. We're, we're dropping because... like flies, folks. <laughs> <laughs> because we because we spoke about like we could do this, I've not went and looked at anything. So when I do come to watch it, it's like first experience i don't know nothing apart from what paul tells us by the way the chat was really looking forward to you this whole part <laughs> this is <laughs> you're gonna have to keep it up though that's the thing each week you gotta you're gonna have to make sure you watch an episode we need a name for the segment <laughs> this week on moonshiners <laughs> all's dungarees that's what we'll go for. <laughs> goodwill said I'm telling you guys, Paul's going to push the red button, destroy the group, and just live in the mountains in a coonskin hat-making booze. <laughs> <laughs> but goodwill, don't worry. We're not, we won't be streaming live. This will be a pre-recorded segment. Some of us put it up whenever you want. It might even just go to Patreon. Don't worry, goodwill. We're not going to take over your Tuesday nights anymore. I feel like <laughs> oh, that's right, that. yeah. You're all good, goodwill. We'll make sure the famous good... We have to make sure the famous goodwill has his... His He's time and his, and his, yeah. his thing. Can you Otherwise, yes, we're yes. going to see you now, Charlotte. <laughs> so, yes, oh, we're going to wanna... good, we're gonna keep Goodwill happy because we don't want any David style. style uh, no, nobody takes Goodwill slot. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, did you need? Did you want to pitch in on any of that, Charlotte, or did you hear none of it? I didn't really hear any of it. It all oh. everything it went sounded, off and I was just like, Do you know what though? Um... It sounded like such a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh the, what, and the, the guy that I said that, that the fire marshals after he got to Brazil. He's in Brazil. <laughs> he got there. He's in Brazil. And he's, 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 he's farming coffee in Brazil for his moonshine coffee, but he wants the fucking best well, beans. He's well, telling these Brazilians. <laughs> <laughs> and he's still when he's fucking sounds... dung- dungarees in fucking Brazil. <laughs> this is becoming this my favorite part like... of the podcast. This it, it the show is starting to sound like if we tried to organize making our own alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, we'll do an idiot <laughs> Next thing yeah. you know, things are blowing up and we're you know relocating to Brazil. <laughs> hey Donna, if you're still listening, <laughs> we've got an idea. I mean, for the, yeah. I mean, for the live show, like I was off screen getting rid of the weevils right before we went live. <laughs> happens. That's what. That's what's called crabs now. Weevils. <laughs> oh wow! Shall we get into this week's episode? Because yes. I have the so disclaimer, Sam. Take it away. Yes. <laughs> so, everything discussed in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you'd like to discuss anything from today's episode, please come and join us in the Facebook group where we can have an open discussion. Uh, what we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree. 
we can all agree to disagree in fandoms. <laughs> so let's keep it fun, keep it kind, and keep the toxic behavior out of nerdism. Well said. This message um, was brought to you by me. By Sammy from the BBC. Um, <laughs> it goes. <laughs> but you know what? I, I, I tell you what I found out because I've been like, with us doing the, the Facebook jazz thing and then uploading the video again to YouTube, which we haven't done for a while, mm-hmm. that we actually get a transcript of everything we say when you upload it to YouTube. So I was reading through and, <laughs> and the only thing that doesn't have re- really weird like sayings because our accents must be shit. Yeah. Uh, is Sammy's disclaimer? It came out word for word, perfect. <laughs> Everything else had random words in here and there. Because I put my posh voice on and pronounce uh, every single word. What I noticed on the Facebook one was the transcript was coming up as we were saying it, and it blanked out all the swear words. <laughs> it starred them all out. <laughs> the little baby Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, ah. so th- this was Jake's idea, and Sam really mm. wanted to go for it, even though Sam didn't know what the, <laughs> uh, the idea was for it. She just liked the word shark, I think. That doesn't uh, stop us from doing anything. <laughs> it doesn't. When, are we when, Jake, <laughs> when Jake described it, I was like, oh my God, that sounds amazing. But I can't now think of any of my own because every time I do, I'm like, no, that's not it. That's, I don't think that's what Jake meant. So. <laughs> I'm well, first of all, I didn't that. coin this term. <laughs> no, no, Jake, Jake, Jake wasn't around at that time. Um, it was just a, a sparkle in his dad's eye. Um, <laughs> so, Sam, give us your definition of a jump oh shark God. moment. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, so I think it's when a TV or film has to do something so extreme that they end up losing their audience. Mm-hmm. Exactly Is it. that it? That's exactly perfect. it. So See? Oh my God, I got was... it. It's only taken us. When did you pitch this, Jake? About three months ago. It was, yeah, it was, honestly, it was when you were doing the vampire, like the last vampire show, I think. Um, and you ended up touching on True Blood. And I was like, oh, True Blood. Remember when that <laughs> hilarious. But yeah, and then that's what oh, got me thinking. The fairies? Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh. That's what kind of triggered this kind of thing. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you're exactly right. It's, um, it's when a show does something usually they've even been written into a corner or it's like a ratings grab because it right. it does come from happy days and i think that's exactly what this was it was like oh everyone's going on like vacation or whatever like for three episodes we're gonna film on location in miami or something and it was like everyone was like this is supposed to be like slice of life 50s america like why are we watching Henry Winkler jump over sharks on a jet ski and stuff wild, like that. While wild, wild in his leather jacket. And <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah. if, if you watch the episode back, the, the clip is on before we go live. I actually used the Happy Days episode where he jumped Did over you? the shark. <laughs> but like, and everyone was like, what's going on? Like, this used to be like a grounded show. And now it's like, you know, the Henry Winkler's superpower hour where he's like this mythical figure. <laughs> And maybe that did like cement him as like the fonds forever, but like the the people didn't re- react well to it, <laughs> and the ratings the, kept the, going the down. <laughs> no, I, I, like I said, as Jake said, I, I believe the coin was phrased when the Happy Days episode happened. I know when I was talking to Nick about it, um, it is basically more of a prevalent towards TV shows than other media, just because it's one of the ones where they've run out with so many ideas and they just think mm. throw a hell, hell Mary's past to try and boost something or to change something up. It's like why they, it's either they'll introduce a new character or change someone. But I think that 
kind of free as can be used towards movies now because it could either be movie franchises or um, like I say a, a movie story that where they just don't know where to go with it but I think even in books or um, in comics or even computer games now you, you do get like say jump the shot moments in all type of pop culture I think media. comics are like massively guilty of this but I think mm. it goes kind of unnoticed because they're like they're just there forever aren't they like every Every yeah, it's like, weeks. oh, it's, it's it's meant to be there. <laughs> yeah, it has to go on it's forever like, because you have there has to always be Spider-Man the, coming out. Comics, <laughs> comics just kind of go, oh, it was a multiverse. It wasn't a real Spider-Man. This is yeah. the real Spider-Man. Or, <laughs> or this is the real Batman. Or, or genetically, we've changed them. Genetically, they are coming back. Like, yeah, I totally yeah. get it with the comic group side. <laughs> yeah, but it, like, I, like I thought, like I was saying, I thought it would be an interesting topic. And yeah, True Blood was the thing that sort of triggered the idea because mm-hmm. I remember liking that show. I mean, it was like, it was very like silly, but in a kind of like its own way. Yeah. Like it was sort of half making fun of the whole vampire idea, but then taking it like quite seriously as well. I mean, like Fang Bangers is like a hilarious term for someone who has sex with vampires. Um, but I forgot about that. So they were always having fun with it, but then like there is a turn where they decide to give the main character whose whole deal is like it's the every person thrust into the vampire world. And it's like they decide to be like, mm, we're bored now, she's magic too. Yes. <laughs> no, I think that's with because I don't think many people realize because true blood at the time was fucking massive. Massive, yeah. When it first massive. came out, because it was just riding on the waves of like the Buffy, um, because I think Buffy was either coming to the end or just finishing around the time this this kind of launched. So it was kind of like getting a new, like, kind of dark fix type thing. But had um, a gap, hadn't we? Like, there was nothing like that, it, like, on No, TV. there wasn't. There was and, it vampire was... diaries. Yeah. Oh, but come on. It's vampire diaries. But... <laughs> but it had, like, a lower yeah. budget, I would say. And then this, this was, was, like, a HBO show, wasn't it? Like, a... well, This was very much an adult-themed vampire show that wasn't just targeted at teenage girls like Vampire Diaries was. Um, <laughs> and it had a Cole. great, and, and it had a huge story, like... Um, oh, I like, thought you were like going to defend Vampire Diaries. Oh, no, fuck that shit. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but uh, it had, like, Anna Paquin coming in, and, like I say, she was riding mm. the wave of X-Men and, like say, uh, almost famous. So she was, like, a big name, especially to be born on, because this is the time when stars weren't going to TV. Like, yeah, say, like, say, really, uh-huh. TV and movie stars were completely separate not like now where like say, people are going towards tv and swapping over so she was kind of like the first big movie star to kind of go towards the tv aspect kirsten kirsten chenowis i think it is how you say her name um she's she was in glee she's a she's a stage star mm-hmm. um and she was in the she was in a kirsten chenowis I, I could be saying that really is wrong she from wicked <laughs> yeah she was it's, in she wicked she was in it's <laughs> yes, yeah. Shadowick, it's Shadowick. She was in as I say, she was a stage star. She she'd done a couple of Who things in Glee and she was in she was in True Blood. Um, mm-hmm. I know she was I, in uh, American Gods. I can't remember how long she was in. Yeah, she was in American yeah, Gods, can... she was in she was in True Blood. But the thing with True Blood was that it was books first, so everything yeah. the TV was showing was in some form a version of what happened in the books. Yeah. So who do you blame? <laughs> everyone. Everyone and everyone. everyone. Um, I feel like you can get away with that a bit 
more in books because you usually get like more time to sit with the story and you'll be like oh maybe I do fancy like a change up now that we're on like book yeah. five or whatever because yeah. it's been like it's a decade also, <laughs> it's also when you're reading books everybody imagines it differently so yeah, yeah. but we got that guy when they, when they introduced fairies it was the guy from EastEnders uh, that turned up and it was like you're a fairy now and and everyone's you you're the thing that vampires lust over that's why bill always wanted you i was like okay i'm tapping out now and then the yeah. one in the good like say the hungry mm. guy that uh, mm. that took his shirt off a lot from um what's he called deathstroke in suicide squad i guess that, i guess when you like when you lay it all out, it was like a constant escalation of like, okay, mm-hmm. we need a new thing. Cause a there was a witches <laughs> season as well. Yeah. I think that, I think the witches season might, might have led into the fairy thing. Like there was like a weird Lizzie coven. Ka- <laughs> Lizzie Kaplan was in it. And she was one she of the witches. Was. I think so, yeah. Yeah. No, she wasn't. She wasn't. She was the drug dealer girlfriend. She was. Yeah. She was the V addicted girlfriend of Jason who gets <laughs> murdered. Oh yeah, the vampire blood that gave you superpowers. For, like, yeah, temporary superpowers. look what it did to. Um, La- it was it Lafayette. <laughs> this was a very silly TV it? show. Let's let's but go. The first like, series, <laughs> but the first series was absolutely fantastic. Yes, you yeah. can't take anything away from mm-hmm. that. The second series, I'm, I never get into it because I always I always know what's coming. Yeah. There's a part where the brother gets kidnapped by like a hillbilly sex cult as well. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right. For like a good few episodes and then just comes back I... and has to live with that. I still and now we know, know why Jake's watched this show for so long. <laughs> I still you know don't know to this day how it ended. I, no, honestly, I think I tapped out with the fairy thing. I don't think I I don't know anything about it either. <laughs> like no. that's kind of what that's kind of what these moments do sometimes. They make people like completely check out of a show, like just for no without any fanfare. They can just like make people walk away and be like, okay, I'm finished. <laughs> yeah, I, but, I just I just a question it. as well, like moving <laughs> away from True Blood a little bit. What, what for you guys would you say was your biggest? Um, jump the sharp moment that you can re- like you reside with so I'll go with uh, Charlotte first just to throw under the bus a bit <laughs> um I was thinking about this earlier and the the one that stands out most for me was uh Once Upon a Time mm. I was a huge huge Once Upon a Time fan mm-hmm. um and it it got I don't want to say it got progressively worse but it, it just it wasn't as the later seasons weren't as good yeah. And then we got to what we thought was the last season and mm-hmm. all the main characters left, all of them. They decided, oh, this season's getting good ratings. Mm. We'll do another season with none of the main characters, bring in loads of new characters, have a time jump and just say that this guy is him but grown up oh, and oh, it time skip <laughs> it was it was skip. it just didn't make sense like the, the end i think it was the sixth season when you know everybody got the happy endings and bloody blah 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 that was it was kind of like the perfect ending mm-hmm. and then they brought it back for this this new series and well everybody was just like well what was the point in that like it yeah. just it didn't make any sense to me um that one and gotham hmm I, episode one for me <laughs> i just tapped out straight away <laughs> i i loved 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 the first two 
maybe season three of Gotham. Yeah. And then they brought in what do you call him as Jerome. the Joker. And yeah. Right. I think I I might have dropped off before that, but I heard a lot of people be ang- like being angry about that online yeah. because it was so many uh so many like teased reveals like over and over again. Mm-hmm. And they recast uh Poison Ivy about six times and she got progressively older and her and boobs slutty. got progressively bigger <laughs> like every time <laughs> that wasn't a jump the shark moment um, that was a jump the uh, ivy moment <laughs> <laughs> that was a market um, improvement <laughs> and, again they did uh, i think it was the last two episodes or maybe the last episode massive time jump and the only one that kept was bruce wayne so like yeah. everybody else who was supposed to be the same age as him were like proper adults yeah the same bruce wayne and just try to make him look a bit older so he's got like <laughs> shoes that are like this big. <laughs> I think, <laughs> yeah because the, the, the premise for the, yeah because like, when when they were to- said they were going to do gotham i did get quite excited because like i say i am mm, a, a, a dc fanboy um i love anything to do with the dark knights well I, um, I thought it was going to be gotham knights as well did you like no, the, the comic, no, no, no. Um, from what I read, because like, uh, like, uh, like when I listened to all the the panels at Comic Con, everything that the based out, because I, I I love the idea of doing a Batman show rather than a Batman f- movie, mm-hmm. because yeah. it just lends to like the detective element and stuff like that. But this one kind of intrigues. They said it was going to be about Gordon front and center, and Gordon's such a, a wonderful character, and like. Especially in the comics as well, like not many side characters as, as written as well as as Jim Gordon, mm-hmm. um, so there wasn't really too much like say they could change needed to change. They could just basically use that premise, but having Batman grow up in the city, that's fine. Learning how to be Batman, but keep every single one of his bad guys out there, like away from it, because that's mm-hmm. the reason why you get these villains or bad guys is because they're kind of like the reaction to having someone dressed as a bat turns people into, right, if someone's going to dress like a bat, I'm going to dress like this. To, like It's like a cause and effect. Mm-hmm. But, it, but having Jim Gordon beat these villains early on, yeah. uh, before it's then why do we need Batman? Yeah. I'd say yeah, have, have, have him beat serial killers, have him beat uh, mobsters, Entertaining. That's the, giving us the foundation of what like Gotham is. Like, why is Gotham become so dirty and run down now, and why is the place being so corrupt? Yeah. I'm all for that. But what we did was get okay. He's, we're going to give you a little bit more of Catwoman. We're going to give you a little bit more of how the Riddler become like early. It's like no, no, don't give us the Riddler. Give us Edward Edward Nigma. Great. Mm-hmm. I don't want to mm-hmm. see Edward Nigma in the Riddler's outfit. But he kind of yeah. got that. I was like. No, that doesn't make sense because we got we haven't got Batman yet. As much sense ah, as it didn't yeah. make, as much sense as it didn't make, I did think the casting of, um, of the Riddler, uh, Penguin and and Selina Kyle particularly was spot on. Like mm-hmm. if you look at a picture of uh, I can't even remember her name, Cameron something who plays the young Selina Kyle, mm-hmm. you look at a picture of. Michelle Pfeiffer in in Batman Returns, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's completely believable that that's who she grows up to be because yeah. the face like facially she's so similar, and mm-hmm. the way she moved as well with being a dancer was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved I loved the the character of the Riddler. I loved how he played him. It mm-hmm. was a much darker Riddler than we'd seen before. It wasn't as sort of 
campy as as got, Jim Carrey. Until we got the Batman. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but it was just a bit too early to, to introduce these characters. But they did introduce like some of the lesser known ones, like the Mad Hatter was in it, and mm-hmm. uh, I think it was Professor Pig uh, and Dollmaker and stuff. So they would uh, introduce Black them Mask in. and stuff like that. And Bean yeah. came into it at one point. I was that's when I started getting losing me shit. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> um, having Jerome come into it and given like such a like a weird backstory as well that was probably the jump the shark moment for me where the, the show did leap from and they pull this back to it's fucking gone <laughs> the, yeah. the, the moment absolutely for me absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> the moment for me was he's a twin and i was just like nah done <laughs> <laughs> that's it but that's the thing because i think with a lot of shows but like with this type of aspect like gotham You've got to have balls to do it and do it right. And I think the producers and everything got scared and right. Shit, uh, people are not going to want to see these aspects. But they're not treating the fans. They're not giving the they're not giving the fans the respect they deserve. It's like all oh, the fans will want to see the Riddler. All the fans will want to see the Joker. The fans will want to see us. No, we haven't got Batman yet. Like because yeah, how because it was a similar. It was meant to be the similar way to how Smallville ended. Uh, where the final episode was was supposed to be Bruce putting on the cape and the cowl, which mm. we kind of got, but it was probably a few seasons earlier than they wanted. Because the way Smallville was meant to be ended was when, like, say, he rips the shirt and you see the S. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that was basically the premise to these shows. And again, Smallville did it better for longer because they stayed to that premise. But it's only yeah. started getting stupid as when all these Superman super villains or the like Justice Squad came into it before Clark knew who he was. Yeah. yeah. But you're right, though, like, because he, he didn't have the suit the entire show in, in um, for the Superman one. Why am I blanking on the name? You just Smallville. said Smallville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, he didn't have the suit, and that was a big, like you said, it was like a big idea from the start, and they stuck to it. Like, fair enough, it was villain of the week, but it was, like, you know, respecting what they set out to do and, like, didn't ruin Superman too bad. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, yeah. and I think they've done a lot of things right with Smallville. It's just they paint themselves in a like again. I don't want to be slating off like this isn't an, a podcast episode of slate shows. <laughs> it's just a, like, uh, but with American TV shows, they, they tend to go right when want a show that'll go for thirty seasons. Yeah, and when they get so far, they go shit. We've run out of ideas and what we go. Um, again, I'll. I'll probably Sorry. get Charlotte. I'll probably get Charlotte to start swearing at us and want us to be muted. But Supernatural, for example, probably's had probably the most jump the shark moments in a TV show that's ever been. <laughs> I, I see. I see your Supernatural, and I read you The Walking Dead. <laughs> He's going to agree did, with did, that. <laughs> yeah, see, I, 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 the Walking Dead didn't have many jump the shark moments; just it disappointing just had, moments. Yeah. <laughs> it was more, more disappointing than jump the shark because I was thinking about that with Walking Dead, and I was like, they just made really poor decisions that kept making them go yeah. around in circles. Yeah. That's not yeah. jumping the shark; Wait, that's just being you, fucking boring. What I don't get is with Supernatural. They mm-hmm. they were writing it as as it as they went, they, you know they yeah. were making it up on the spot as they went every season. With things like Gotham and Superman and Walking Dead, and it almost seems like every time they announce one of these shows, like one of mm-hmm. that they 
tried so so hard like the the production company or whatever try so so hard to make it their own they completely mm-hmm. forget that they've got decades worth of source material that they can go off yeah mm-hmm. and they just try and change things and it doesn't work and that's uh, that's where i think we get the the jump the shark moments and the fans turn off yeah exactly and i think s- that's a good good like say a good statement to make as well is mm-hmm. it's about fear because what everyone said after the batman was saying we don't like if they're going to do the batman too we don't want the joker but we've already yeah. been teased yep. that we're getting the joker it's like <laughs> why do we need yeah. to see another clown prince exactly and there's exactly. so many different rogue characters they can use and interesting like fair enough it's some of them can border on ridiculous i would love to see a live action clear face but how the fuck they would do that would just blow my mind but um yeah. he would have to be he couldn't be like an agent movie star he would have to be like a tiktoker who uh yeah. the, like who, does like, who does like who does like be goodwill <laughs> no, but the, well, that, that's the thing though they could they could take clear face and they could say right we'll bring it up to date it's mm-hmm. a guy in a mask on Instagram, on social media, blah, 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 blah. And they could do it that way. Mm-hmm. And if we can think of stuff like that, then why can't these writers who are paid to do it? It's because <laughs> the, the money involved, like I said, it's, it's not where the, like, I, I think we said during the, like the SunnyCon podcast, in the 80s, people used to take risks on movies because the budgets were so small. But if you're talking about doing a franchise on Batman or like the TV show on Batman, you're talking about like 100 million uh season yeah. just to get like the rights the characters the effects you could probably do batman on the cheap and it, people would still watch it that's what we're hoping mm-hmm. for with like say the gotham uh with the penguin Arrow. series and and, <laughs> and um when, when it was like the adam west batman doing the bat one two see which we'll get into a little bit later um <laughs> but i think go, going back to like say the supernatural element as well because i do want to like talk about it a little bit even though it's the thing but when you look back at all the different aspects that even though the show I loved and like say I adore and watch over and over but even now when you watch it back you can go they went there and that was it's like the first one when they brought the angels in like fair enough demons and angels but at the start demons were the hardest things to kill like mm-hmm. they, they were so difficult then everyone and the dog were killing it demons so they brought <laughs> yeah, it's true so, it was so, so fucking easy <laughs> so then they brought um angels in which were supposed to be these badasses because the introduction of castiel is one of the best I introductions ever in the world that. oh it's, it's like, one of the most they, beautiful scenes ever because <laughs> they use all the weapons on him nothing works and castiel's this like badass that he turns into like four seasons later into dean's lapdog and that anyone can beat up castiel <laughs> even uh even charlie can take him out but then you get like how many times dean dies and gets brought back how many oh. times sam dies and gets brought back bobby dies and then you see him in heaven you see him in hell um Crowley dies a few times um and then like i say they do like characters that deserve so much like the biggest one for me that's still heartbreaks now and i hate to say it is the way that they didn't uh, charlie dirty and they killed her off in the way of and like said, meant absolutely nothing her death. No. And then later on, the girl brought back that another Charlie. And then had fucking Charlie gone to the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> so, so just talking about like not just one jump the show. It's like right, it's, like it's, several it's now million. like they're going. I know certain episodes are filler episodes, and like say that to serve the pop purpose. But then you go, where they're going to go now? When the writers are probably saying, I know. We'll take them to the Wizard of Fucking Oz, and it's like, do you know? It's yeah. I got. I only got up to season ten of Supernatural because it was 
I think Sam might have died in that one. I went, right, I cannot fucking do another season where I'm like, which brother is it this one, this time? And then yeah. who's going to bring them back and how are they going to bring them back? And I don't even get me started on what they did to Charlie. <laughs> wow. The alternate reality thing, like the sort of multiverse it yeah. to bring characters back, <laughs> which meant that you just... Bobby's death meant absolutely nothing. And Bobby yeah. was... Bobby was the heart of the show, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, he was the mm-hmm. he was the father figure. He, he was the heart of the show, and people genuinely mourned his death. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. well, I did. And then it was just, oh well, he's coming back. Yeah. The mom, uh, when they brought the mom back, it was like, well, their whole their whole life. The reason why they have the life they have is because, because they lost their mother this way. And you're telling me, oh, that she's just going to come back. Yeah, and and just for spoilers as well, um, if they haven't watched this, like the final season, literally, supernatural writers painted themselves in so much of a corner for a bad guy they couldn't get anyone else. They had to pick fucking God. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 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 What I was going to say is like this is like a common sort of talking point on this kind of thing that the writers like invalidate like the the character experience or the backstory yeah. type of thing but like so this wasn't supernatural's case do you think they pulled it back for the finale like did the did they I get to the a place episode. yeah I loved the last episode i loved it the last season there was the finale for the season mm-hmm. and then the next episode was the finale for supernatural Natural. and i think the, the 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 actual finale for when it was filmed Mm-hmm. Um, sort of the restraints they had in in, in stuff was mm-hmm. was beautiful. I cried uh, all the way through it. <laughs> that was one of the shows and where I don't cry. <laughs> no, one of the shows that they did fifteen <laughs> seasons of, and they ended it on the right way. Yeah, and, yeah, and so that's it, good. Like it's good when a show can pull it back. Yeah, and mm-hmm. where like because obviously like we like you know you are like writers and you know actors and everything are going to make mistakes and things are going to come out weird sometimes. But like, I think it's if, talk. <laughs> yeah. If you if you know the characters, though, I think a lot of people can walk it back. Um, I know this was one that me and you watched, Paul. But like, what? How do you think like Dexter did that? Like on the on the what was it called? New Blood. Last... Um, oh, the... That was the, that was my that was my jump the shark pick was Dexter. <laughs> yeah, so yeah that, that's so another that... one that's massively like you know that's another one that jumps to mind for people like around our generation because yeah. I think we were all watching it and we're like what? <laughs> and it was the it was it was Deborah Morgan's character change that yeah. that really effed me yeah. off to the point where I've never watched it since. No, I think after like the highlight of the Trinity Killer. It, again, it's about writers creating something that's so memorable and beautiful, and mm. they go, "Shit, we've got to follow that." Yeah, and yeah, it's like Dexter now has to look after a baby, and is that what we really want for Dexter? Kind of that's <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like the next season was, it took a while to sort of settle down again, <laughs> and then they brought Hannah in, which again didn't quite fit. Like say the the characters where. Dexter suddenly now had emotions and felt stuff for other people and stuff. And when the only person he did like care about uh, in a way was Deborah um, and the way that kind of played out. And Deborah was such a strong character. And then, as Sam said, they turned her, turned her completely 180 and she just turned into this nothing person. Mm-hmm. And the way they killed her off as well. Again, spoilers if oh. you haven't watched Dexter. Uh <laughs> 
that was just like I say embarrassing for a character heart attack to Deborah fucking Morgan. And that and was, they, that they, was... They, she died from a heart attack? Died of a broken heart <laughs> because My her brother gosh. didn't love her. <laughs> that was a, that was one I was going to bring up, like, as in, like, that wasn't, that was probably the first time I felt like Dexter jumped the shark was the, like, almost but not quite incesty like vibes yeah. that, had that was, between that was the character change it was See, yeah. I, she knew who he was and then she yeah. fell in love with him that, and I, the character no. yeah sorry i genuinely thought that because they had a relationship in real life that's mm-hmm. the only re- reason that happened if they didn't have a relationship in real life because they were married in real life at one point yeah but they were divorced by the, this, this story change point, <laughs> it, it wouldn't have happened in worse. the show you know what i mean like <laughs> I think because the writers kind of went, oh, well, people have seen them together in real life. They'll be all right with it if it happens on the show. Forgetting yeah. that, that's, that they're supposed to be siblings on the show. We're getting divorced. So We've already started great. writing it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. And I think they didn't know how to... Because in my head, the standoff should have been Dexter and, and Deb. Them yes. two, like, say, made this big standoff. But they didn't want to do it that way, so they had him fucking sailing off in a fucking mm. hurricane. <laughs> yeah, he drives his boat into a hurricane. That kind of suicide. The lumberjack, and... the lumberjack return. Jesus. But, but just going into what Jake said, they did pull it back with that final season, New Blood. It was entertaining, cleverly done. Mm. And it kind of gave us and the beats to it and the story and the music and how clever the writing was for this one kind of not didn't make up for what we got but like little things like how he's completely got that side of life out of him out of like completely and as his son comes into it and it, the old Dex has been back little things like the monologue starts again the exists like, instead of saying Harry saw Deborah which again makes sense now she's her he's uh like say, oh, uh, like, it was uh, it was like too little too late but they did give Deb like mm-hmm. they did put Deb back to normal <laughs> effectively that's, well that's good to know but have I read it right this week that it's been cancelled there's the no sec- they're not doing well, it anymore well they couldn't really do more with him put it that <laughs> spoilers <way>. yeah <laughs> okay um okay. but they were supposed to be going to do a spin-off with his son yeah. Um, yeah, and because right, right. some like say is going down the same path. But... Also, also that mm. series like that that just concludes Dexter's arc. Like that's. Mm-hmm. I thought that did oh, not okay. seem like that did not seem like a season two lead on to me in any way. So I'm yeah. surprised they were even considering it. <laughs> I did I just, hear I... the rumors, but now that there's supposed to be rumors that it's going to be Young Dexter now. As, oh, uh, I like to a, join a, Young Sheldon and Young Rock and whoever yeah. else. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that that's supposed to be like the new one where De- Dexter's, um, like say the younger years. So getting like singing, what would you do if I sang your tune? What's I'd um, hurt your throat? What's you? it's a James Rima? What's he up to these days? <laughs> Is he still with us? Wow, possibly. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dexter was going to be was my jump the shark moment because it's the what it broke my heart that what they did because. Yeah. When it comes to television shows for me, season four of Dexter is where I, how I felt, how I, the way that I felt that that end episode is how I match up every television show afterwards. You've got to match up to that level of emotion. And 
I I'm was not laughing so... at you. I'm laughing at Lee's comments and he better wear his wig in the, in the flashbacks. <laughs> oh, yeah, like his 2000s wig. <laughs> I don't know how you've not seen me because I keep looking over at the chat and your mum is just on fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, re- I match everything up to that season of Dexter and to have what we got afterwards, it really broke me hard. And, what the, and Deb being like, such a strong inspiring woman mm. to turn into that mm-hmm. like no and then to die of a heart attack <laughs> easy's funny was that the same season when they were doing the colin hank stuff as well i generally didn't mind no, that sorry season. sorry no that's when she found him yeah, that... it was at the end of that season. Yeah, when, when they broke the so, whole. Yeah, but yeah. I, I generally didn't mind the Colin Hanks episode because I felt at least we felt like we were getting into some form of like story. It was getting a bit magical though. Like, I mean, that character wasn't bit, real. Yeah. <laughs> we no. were watching a whole season with. Was it like uh, who was it again? Um, I don't know, it wasn't Edward James Olmos, was it? Oh, I can't remember now. I think oh. say a lot of it's blanked out my mind. It was because uh, it was, it was some... like. It was like yeah. Ukrainian mafias and stuff at one point, wasn't it? Or yeah. like that. I, I, but I generally didn't mind the, the series. Like It wasn't that bad in comparison to what happened next. I tell you what, though, it did made us not want to go to Miami, the amount of fucking serial killers it had there. So. Jesus Christ, tell us <laughs> about how, it. How sweaty everyone was. <laughs> but, uh, what happened with Dexter was it, it came out when series like murder mystery series and stuff like csi and all that were mm-hmm. at the height it was it's it, books it was again massive. as well it isn't was, it? <laughs> it yeah but it was it was everywhere and yeah. there was so many of them each one tried to do something that was a bit different that was going to get them yeah. noticed yeah. so with dexter they had everything to work off off the books mm-hmm. but I, I don't know what maybe the writers just thought that it was it wasn't going to get noticed if they sort yeah. of went the same way and it was just trying to stand out. Yeah, they were trying to do big moments, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think why I liked Dexter, like the early seasons and even to the point, uh, it was almost a little bit comic book ishy. Like everything was set up. It was almost like super villain versus uh, like hero or anti-hero type thing. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of them lines got blurred towards the end. And it, you kind of, because at the start you were rooting for Deska, Dexter, and then yeah. you started rooting for Deb, and then at the end you were like, "Just fucking end it, just yeah. just just go away." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you're like Dexter, just, just kill everybody. I don't yeah, care anymore. <laughs> but again, another series where the first another like see like series where the first season was so strong. Yeah, like that was such a strong start, and it it, it did like I think um, the second one was all right. The the fourth one like. Mm. Nothing can top that, in my opinion, when it comes down to TV series. Yeah. Nothing. I've tried, I've looked, and I have not felt that way about a TV show in a, like a TV series like, season in a long time. I don't think I've ever wanted like a bad guy to get it, like you know, as much as him, <laughs> like yeah. the Trinity Killer. Yes, like the the did that so well to make you because he, he wasn't even like so a, much. He was like brand new for that season, and like. You were immediately like we're totally invested in the story. It yeah. was done so well, and just yeah. that ending. That's yeah. that. That ending I'm glad, was. I'm glad that it's oh. not the total ending now, because like I say, yeah, because for a long time, like I say, I couldn't watch Dexter again. I think I can go back and watch 
the Dexter shows now because mm-hmm. we've got that final leg season just yeah. because it gives us a more not definite well we've got a definite ending but it was more a fulfilling ending where like it, I said it kind of left us like I was like if that's how they're going to leave this character and just leave off with a like kind of like a shitty ending like the only ending I think worse was lost um, I know Goodwill's put in the chat it, but that's was, not jump yeah. the shark moment that's just shit uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the smoke monster was a man I'm, 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 I'm going to throw in Game of Thrones we can get there, we can get there. Yeah, like I said, Dexter was always going to be, uh, I could say, a top one. But what about you, Jip? What would you say your biggest one was since that was Sammy's kind of one? Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry for stealing it. No, um, it's fine. <laughs> one, of, one of mine, I think, um, was actually quite recent when I kind of, when I was like, oh, no. Like almost immediately, it was. Um, it was in like the new Star Wars when when they were like somehow Palpatine returned and I'm like oh fuck hang me. on what I've <laughs> <laughs> oh, never explained geez. it I've never explained uh, it but he but he still yeah. managed to have a full Sith temple with them yes. all in there and you're like how long have you guys been standing there like <laughs> <laughs> just waiting but, just waiting for it <laughs> like I think this one was a casualty of like of, of like weird multi level marketing because apparently. It sort of was first revealed in Fortnite, like they showed the text crawl in Fortnite before the movie came out, which explained something about it. But then if you just go into the movie and uh, and everyone just saw uh, Oscar Isaac being like, somehow Palpatine returned. And I'm like, okay, is that the best explanation? <laughs> I need a little bit more, guys. I'm Please scared, help me. Yeah. <laughs> like, there should be a massive talking point for the entire universe. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I totally get that. It's the it's honestly when he's sitting in that that throne room and you're like, how did you get here? Yeah, like, how did all of these people get here? How would all of these people know to be I'm here a clone. right now? <laughs> <laughs> and then and then they had to try and fix it as well with um yeah uh, like Rhea's characters get raised. Not a Skywalker. She's a Palpatine. <laughs> yeah. What I didn't get was this this whole like Sith planet thing. Yeah. Like, it just seemed yeah. to come out of nowhere and they were just like oh they're all on this planet and it was just like nobody noticed that really oh, hang on if you I follow the, the mountain was always range in the from books. knife <laughs> I, think, I think the planet was always referenced in the books I may be wrong it was always the, talked in, yeah. I don't know if it's that specific one but the totally is like a planet with like old Sith temples it, and crap yeah. when it comes to Star Wars lore I generally don't know what to believe anymore like just, <laughs> it's like it's got to the point where you're like is it in the book? Is it in the fit? Like, are you, are you saying we're trying like to tell a... you legends? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it was it, it was a long, long time ago. <laughs> far, far, away. far, far away. <laughs> <laughs> um, I totally get what you mean by that. Mind it was honestly, it was JJ Abrams just going. Do you know what, Ryan Johnson? Fuck you, because I'm going <laughs> yeah. to just bring Palpatine back. I'm going to scratch off the fact that you uh, you made Luke Skywalker throwaway's lightsaber i don't think so bitch he's gonna go and get it um he really <laughs> did just i actually you know all of these all of the last one i like to be honest like i i definitely i love the luke stuff like that yeah, that to me was like perfect i know everyone was like oh he wasn't actually a badass he just stood there and it's like yeah well you're forgetting that luke was kind of thrust into this and he probably doesn't care as much as you all do <laughs> like, <laughs> like really he had this true. like 
he had this I destiny can't... like totally put upon him <laughs> by like yeah, old people. I feel like Jake gets a lot of loop vibes now because, like you say, Jake's just like, I don't want this, but I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't look like a deep fake or anything. (laughs) The new Luke. Luke Um, just wanted to get off Tatooine. Was it Tatooine? Yeah. He just just, wanted to leave. He just. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to join the Imperial Flight Academy. <laughs> like, that's all he wanted to do. He just wanted to be like his fat daddy. <laughs> he did, yeah, he almost did. Uh, you know, if he'd got let away from the farm. <laughs> yeah. Damn you, Obi-Wan. Why no, do you not like, swap them round? <laughs> ben who kept stopping him from leaving. No, but Obi-Wan, it, like, see, he had a choice. He could have dropped Leia off at one, one pers- parent and dropped Luke yeah. off at the other. Yeah, that's very true. It was like you get to be poor, <laughs> and you get to be <laughs> you get to live in poverty. Sorry, son. <laughs> no, no, no. To be fair, wasn't he? He was there at the birth, wasn't he? he was like, I'll take uh, Leah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take, take Leah the females. <laughs> I'll take Leah to riches, and I've always wanted know, a princess. <laughs> but, but let's if we're, again. I know we're talking about like high fantasy here, but talking about mm. jump the shark moment with Star Wars. The, it was the movie before this that. And it did it for me where I was like throwing my shoe at the screen <laughs> when when Leia was blasted out in space oh. with air oh, and yeah. then she like, used the force to fly back in. A Jedi and... flight. <laughs> Superman pause. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> Don't what you know the you're... fuck? Why are you the do- Harry, why are you letting them do this to you? I know you're probably smoking copious amount of crack, but please Harry, stop. <laughs> the the fact that in that film, if if um Laura Dern just told Oscar Isaac what her plan was. You could have cut half that film out. <laughs> you could have literally cut it all out because if she just told him, do you know what? I'm actually going to take this ship and we're going to put you all on another one. I'm going to take this one and rive it through that one. <laughs> it would have cut out the mass majority of the film. Yeah. It was the will <laughs> of the he wouldn't, force, he wouldn't Sammy. Have it. He wouldn't have gone to, he was, he <laughs> it's not great. No. Exactly. Basically what was it? Basically, what we're saying is the Star Wars universe needs a lesson in communication. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Or just give up on yeah. Skywalkers and just give us more stories like Mando. Mando, yeah, just give us Mando. <laughs> well, Mando did turn into a Skywalker story, technically. It's well, he's in, he kind of is in there, but it's not really about him, is it? Yeah. No, I know. So, yeah. I've I've got a question. Sure. Um, is So, we've, we've, obviously, we've talked about, like, junk the shark moments that sort of made return off or whatever are there any sort of like jump the shark moments that got you reinvested in something um deep blue sea that samuel l jackson moment where he's talking and you don't see him like say it's a jump the shark moment he comes out of the water and just chomps him away but the, after that i was like yes I love this movie. Absolute <laughs> confidence in his answer right there was just brilliant. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, that, that was probably the, the me, one that jumped into my mind. Um, I've just gotten my head around the fact of what jump the shark means i can't do it in reverse i don't think that ever has been because like i think when i hear about something really stupid it still happens today when someone's like oh you'll never guess what happened season seven of this it just makes me go like oh well that's 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 silly and i'll I'll probably never turn in like tune in to see that 
mm-hmm. unless it's like something like so ridiculous. Yeah, it's Actually, like you have be to see so magical and out, like, yeah. out, out there where you got to think this has got to be the most ridiculous thing I'll ever see. So I need to watch it. But I'm more likely to, I'm more likely to just seek out a quick YouTube video. I think I've done that from the for the Flash. I've done that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I've done that before. The Flash. Because what somebody was Flash. like. Somebody was like, I can't believe they did like a lightsaber fight on the Flash with like speed force lightning. <laughs> and like, yes, that did actually yeah, happen. They did. <laughs> it was um it was I couldn't I didn't believe King Shark was in it. Yeah. I right. genuinely I didn't I believe watching. that they brought King Shark in it. But Jake, just a moment yeah. ago, you did a daydream eye change. Like you literally went, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, yeah and it, was one, it, was, it was the most glorious <laughs> thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Um, computer stuff for a second <laughs> <laughs> no it's, it's a difficult one you say of ones that's like kind of like because that's the whole thing about jump the sharp moments where it's beyond the ridiculous some some you can enjoy some of them are like say beyond ridiculous and you think oh i, I kind of like that like batman uh the movie where he's getting bitten by a shark and he pulls out the, the shark repellent to, to um to pull him off genius. But, Absolutely that, genius. but anything that adam west done was just five star you couldn't really contemplate anybody's yeah. doing the bat one two yeah. you know, dance. <laughs> this is like this is a slight tangent but related like it would be funny if they did bring that batman character back and he was like like so much more super powered than real batman because he's always got something in his belt for like every situation <laughs> that would be a great he's like always prepared he's like, like that's his secret <laughs> it's like a secret superpower that he doesn't like know about like a cartoon superpower I would love like every, every <laughs> scenario is covered by what's in his kind of like the mask you know like how the masks just can yeah. pull anything out of his pocket yeah donna's just in the sh- chat he's just kind of built on a little bit what charlotte said and i think it's a really interesting interesting question is there any tv shows that's kind of managed or even movies that's kind of recovered uh, recovered from a jump the shark moment because i know a lot of them when they get the that jump the shark moment it's kind of died off is any ones that yeah. you would say has kind of survived that aspect that kind of fits in with my jump the shark moment that pulled us back in i think for me it was um star trek voyager Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know whether it was a jump the shark moment in ridiculousness. It was more of a jump, jump the shark moment in it made you rethink how you saw certain sort of characters and villains. And it was mm-hmm. when they introduced Seven of Nine. Oh, um, right. Because okay. prior to her, you know, the Borg were the ultimate villain. They were unstoppable. They were relentless. They, you, you couldn't come back from it. Um, and then they brought her into it, and you know, cat suit aside, <laughs> she she kind of changed how how you saw these these villains. So it kind of after she came into it, you kind of you watched episodes, and then it made me like watch le- like earlier episodes mm-hmm. in a different way. Yeah, and I think that yeah. it wasn't necessarily ridiculous, but it was a big gamble. And for mm-hmm. me, that's what a jump the shark moment is. It's a big big moment it's a big gamble that either makes or breaks a a story yeah i don't think i remember voyager like pre seven of nine so it's possible that that made us start watching it as well you know like in the house a a lot of people don't because it was it was risking cancellation and she literally saved saved the show um how much of that was story or you know just dad's watching take cats on Sunday night. <laughs> well, that's one like, aspect I'll always give Star Trek a lot of credit for ex- except from the movies that's like, let's take the movies out of it but like the TV shows it, 
didn't like for a, a show that it is, it didn't have too many of like the most ridiculous like when it comes to the writing and everything. Mm. It keeps it grounded and knows where it's it's going to be, and it knows when to end as well. So Discovery I know what Star Trek. <laughs> no, <when laughs> I was really, yeah, honestly, Paul. Like Discovery is the exact opposite of everything you've just mm-hmm. described. And I, think it's, <laughs> I think it's why oh. a lot of a lot of people got turned off by it because. But, sorry. Yeah. I absolutely adore the first season of Discovery. Absolutely yeah, adore it. Super it's strong. after that. It's after that. It just goes right downhill. There, there's some funny... Because um, the, the weirdest thing to me was there's a part where a guy gets like a Klingon implanted inside of him. As in like yeah. the personality of a Klingon inside of a human. So he sort of yeah. is like changed and he's like, he's like dual personality. That was really weird. The the go to an alternate universe universe and find evil versions of themselves, which is very that's, Star Trek. That's happened before. It's the mirror that's the mirror verse or the mirror verse yeah. in Star Trek. But like the came so out I into the like real that. one and stuff. Yeah. And it what was, else was yeah. The was time jump thing. for me and just, <laughs> the, the, the time jump in Discovery for me. Because like Discovery started yeah. Discovery started as a prequel. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was what season end of season two, season three? Mm-hmm. There's suddenly a mm-hmm. massive time jump and uh, millions of years in the future. Because she found a time suit and she <laughs> was like an was, angel figure it, in the law. <laughs> yeah, so like literally from like start to time jump, it was like, oh, it's a prequel. No, it's not. Gone. Nah. And this, and she's <laughs> she's also like Spock's sister, is that right? Adopted sister, Michael yeah, Burnham? Be, yeah. And by the end of the season, she, she's like a time traveling, like, savior of universes like in this like yeah. magic so, suit that i'm so what you're saying is don't ever watch discovery no watch the, watch the first <laughs> okay. season i will always stand by watch the first yes, season because it's not just for michelle yo no it's it's saru oh, like his michelle story yo. arc saru. Oh. yeah that was heartbreak mm-hmm. and that's probably the first time i've like cried at star trek was like saru's like uh like kind of storyline yeah. and yeah, he's the guy saru's. from shape of water right it's mm-hmm. um oh what's his name in, Doug, in Hellboy, Jones. yeah, Doug yeah. Jones, Doug yeah, Jones. he's, a really he's tall excellent, guy. yeah, totally. <laughs> Who I kept calling Doug Bradley one time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely a different Doug character. But, um, there's a show I wanted to talk about because I do think it's had, like, it's it's a it's here, dear, but it it cannot be killed. It will continue going on till eternity. It'll never be stopped. And to the point now where if you watch a random episode, it just makes no sense to me. I might be just too old and not get it. The Simpsons? Yeah. Oh, right. I thought you were going to say <laughs> well, Doctor I didn't, Who. I didn't know where you were going with that. Yeah. So the, I think The Simpsons now has had quite a few Jump the Shark moments where the writing and everything, it's just, there's no cohesion. And I know there was very little cohesion at the start, but at least... Each episode had, had its own story. It used to tell its own like tale, like Bart being bullied, um, like say Mr. Burns being a monster who killed Mr. Burns, who shot Mr. Burns. Sorry, um, yeah. like all them different elements. And after that, it kind of now it's just seeing how what they can get away with putting in an episode. Because yeah. I've we... watched a recent one now, and it's just I didn't know what was going on. What do you th- we... What do you think yeah. the moment? What do you think the moment was? I think you. it was. I think it was probably who shot Mr. Burns that that big oh. like arc. Because yeah. after that, it kind of didn't go uh, hill. And then when they did the movie, that was probably it. Because oh, like, they've always like said the they've always wanted to do a movie. Yeah. 
and then it kind of didn't live up to what what the expectations is oh wow i really like the film and i I know (laughs) i've got one that the fandom considers like the point of no return um there's probably a possible few but one of them is the the episode where the jockeys show up and they have they basically get a racehorse randomly. You just watched that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and a lot of people think that was too far because they go to like an underground like land of the jockeys. That's like the more living just like in little like elves a... sort of thing. Yeah, <laughs> like they speak really high pitched and stuff. And it's not a Halloween episode. <laughs> like... No, well, we've with the last couple of months, um, we've been sort of rewatching The Simpsons just yeah. because. When we're, when we're lying in bed, like chill out. We normally watch like a daft cartoon. So we've been rewatching yeah. The Simpsons, and I think we started it like, I think it must have been just after the like three hundredth episode that yeah. we restarted. Three hundred. Yeah, so it was like just after that that we restarted it, and we've, I mean, we've not we've fallen asleep watching it, so we've not watched like every single episode of every single series season, mm. but we've watched episodes of every season, mm. and. For me, as ridiculous as it gets, there's always at least one moment in every episode that makes us laugh. And I think that's kind of the point of The Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it makes sense or not. Yeah. But I think watching it now, I don't get the humour or the jokes. It's it's kind of... It it definitely has. The one thing it's done well is it's it's grown Mm -hmm. with its audience. So I think the, the... season one two three sort of season one to ten mm-hmm. the kids watching it now don't get that humor right yeah. but we don't get we don't get the jokes that are coming now in like season 33 you know what yeah. i mean it's that kind of <laughs> yeah kind of, balance. kind of like they're kind of like they literally are playing to the audience they have a they have a demographic that they keep to mm-hmm. regardless of what year it is yeah because like there's quite a few in the in the earlier seasons there's quite a few episodes like like the flashback episodes of when Homer and Marjorie at school and stuff that mm-hmm. are in the seventies. Mm-hmm. In the later seasons, it's in the nineties. Mm-hmm. People hated that so, one as well, where it was like yeah. the grunge era. <laughs> like Yeah, but that's that's what I mean. Yeah. Like it's it's it the show has kind of stayed exactly the same. It's just the audience has changed. Yeah. I so totally I'm, so get I'm too old for The Simpsons now. Yeah, that's what, think the, that's what we're seeing. Yeah, yeah, Which I think is we're depressing. Really yeah. No, uh, I think as a, as a, I don't think it'll ever end type thing. I think it's it is yeah. the cash cow that never goes. But I don't think it, it's as at a time it was the, what the biggest thing that ever came. And I know Goodwill screaming at us in the chat because um, we are doing The Simpsons episode next week. So after oh, yeah, we, we don't, yeah, but we don't want to touch on like the the bad stuff. Yeah. Then no, so, we're just we're, we're talking about moments. We're that... going to talk about all the good ones that Conan O'Brien was writing. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know when you was when when Charlotte was bringing up like recovery and stuff. Um, like we're about to almost maybe get one that I know Paul's quite excited about. Indiana Jones mm-hmm. is going to yeah. try and pull it back from Crystal Skull. Which many consider to be that. <laughs> like that's you know when I was I was quite surprised that people weren't like as um like as familiar with Jump the Shark, but I think what I when I was reading I was like oh hang on nuke the fridge is the new Jump the Shark <laughs> like that's that that was like the nerd touchstone like for a long time. I think did we, we say, touch- did we talk about this last week? I think it, not this recently, week. We did. Yeah. We, we talked about in the franchise uh, situation. Yeah. Um. 
just because, as, as you said, a lot of people shit on Crystal Skull. Like, there's a lot of things you can shit on Crystal Skull for, but for being outrageously and doing stu- like nuke the fridge is one of the big ones. Again, I don't in, think in, I don't think that was the big one. I think the uh, Sheila Vu swinging with the monkeys, monkeys. Was, the, was the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the way it, and things that, uh, but yeah, uh, that kind of stayed away. But and the and the sh- sh- because it was aliens as well. They said, "Oh, uh, the, yeah. like the ending with the spacecraft." I was like, "Let's have a let's have a think about the Indiana Jones franchise as a start." So Raiders of the Lost Ark, gold box that melts zom uh, melts Nazis. If you look at it, Are you okay with that? <laughs> right? Okay. Um, just because it's got religious content. Um, Second one, uh, which is Temple of Doom, which is a prequel, it's got voodoo and someone pulling out a heart in someone's chest and the chest mysteriously <laughs> healing and then being this far away from lava and not burning your skin off you, this this distance away. So it was like, hang on. Literally this far away. <laughs> and then these carts that going around and like blown off mountains and stuff like that. Um, and these yeah, magic the stones that when you go, uh, the glow and... Burn and set on fire. No one had a problem with that. Okay. Absolutely not. No. No. <laughs> yeah, spaceship um, is too far. <laughs> and and again, jumping out of a plane on a raft, pulling the cord, and then flying down, landing on snow, and just gliding. No broken yeah. bones. Nope. <laughs> like everything's fine. Uh, having a little man servant called um, short round. No one battered an eye. Like Indy wasn't bad about that. that was but yeah, absolutely perfectly normal. <laughs> but yeah. Nuclear blast going in a fridge. People going, "Oh shit, that's not real." Fuck no, <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> so <laughs> dispense the, the realism, uh, please, and like shit on the film because of why yeah. it should be Sheila Birth. Yeah, honestly yeah, though, let's, um, let's call the speed a speed. <laughs> I think, um, I think with like Indiana Jones and Star Wars, like I think people forget that it's like based on like sort of like old school sort of serial adventure yeah. things, <laughs> and like I think. Like, unfortunately, it has, like, a storytelling limit. Like, you can only go so far, and people want there to be, like, the, quote, happy ending, like, the hero saves the day. Mm-hmm. I think people want, like, you know, HBO drama out of, like, Star Wars and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're not going to get it in the big, the big place. movies. Yeah. Um, yeah you're but looking yeah. for the wrong thing. I'm hoping Indiana Jones gets back, because I'm pretty sure that's, like, the only movie series Harrison Ford enjoys anymore, because I hate Star Wars. So, like, yeah. if he's, he's having fun on set, and if he had but fun he... going to Sheila Booth and being like, ah, you're not getting me hat. Like, <laughs> it, no! I'm happy. It's is, pretty much what he did, is, didn't he? Yeah. Isn't he rumoured to be joining Marvel? Isn't he going to be the new... Um, isn't he going to be in... Yeah. No, he's going to be... Oh, I am so excited. I am so excited that Harrison Ford is joining. I hope he gets to play super angry at Harrison Ford, <laughs> like the real Harrison <laughs> Ford. <laughs> I hope we can just understand him because he has a tendency to mumble. Oh, <laughs> oh right. don't, you, don't you talk d- about Decker like that? I am not. I am not. <laughs> we, were home. We, we, share, we share a birthday. You know, we have a connection. So I'm not yep. dissing that man at all. But I'm sh- I love the fact that Indiana Jones for the third week in a row has come up. 
That's too iconic. Like that's, that's the, the thing, thing isn't it? Yeah. yeah, people shit on him so much, like the Crystal Skull. We watched it like say not too long ago. It was like that. Um, I was I there in the cinema up, opening yeah. weekend for sure. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I recently picked them up in 4K, so I've yeah. watched all the indies again. And they absolutely are stunning in 4K. Sorry uh, for the pirates out there. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Crystal Skull is a beautiful shot movie and it looks fantastic. Uh, take out Ray Winston and Sheila Burfs, it would have been a better film. But uh, Kate Blanchett's an amazing, beautifully oh, beautiful. Uh, and terrifying at times. It should have been just more simply put it, but to, to criticise a movie because it's got uh, aliens in rather than religious content, to me, baffles yeah, because it's both, yeah. both a story to... Uh, the aliens is more realistic to be honest but we'll not go yeah. there <laughs> yeah like it's more realistic than like the what, what was it the actual holy grail <laughs> was yeah. in one of them yeah <laughs> yes a, a cup that can heal yes yeah <laughs> i always i always really wanted uh, uh indiana jones national treasure crossover because i think that just would have worked oh yeah, yeah. I've never Harrison Ford and Nick Cage would have been brilliant. They would have hated each other, <gasps> but it would have been so Harrison Ford Who the fuck is this guy? In this? Oh, he's just in this <laughs> Take this cage! <laughs> it would have been brilliant. Oh. I just want them to win a film, actually. I'm not bothered if it's Indiana Jones and... Harrison Ford hates well, no, everyone. But... He would kill Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Harrison Ford goes to jail for setting fire to Nick Cage. If they can get everybody together and make expendables for like four movies, they can do a national, they can do a Cajun yeah. board film. Oh, oh, like like expendable <laughs> adventures, like uh, have some uh, uh, Angelina Jolie in a Laura Croft outfit and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Running up a pyramid. With <laughs> I'll buy that for a dollar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But yes, um, I, I quite like that premise actually now. I'm kind of right down. <laughs> Let's um, make it happen. Jump we'll the shark moments, yes. Um, so I, I wouldn't class uh, the nuclear blast as a jump the shark moment because we have had the fantastic and ridiculous Indiana, Indiana Jones movies. If we're going to talk, and this is going to be the, probably one of the most controversial things I'll say to date, uh, a jump the shark moment for me, um, and Sam's never going to speak to us again, was oh, the God. ending to the Lord of the Rings? Oh, like the fifteen million <laughs> endings we got. Like... We we had this conversation last week with Sam <laughs> when I brought up Samwise, and I did agree with you on this bit. Yeah. So again, I know it's a long film, and I get like why it had to be long, but the amount of endings we got to the point it was like that. That to me, and again, I know I'm not. Like I know why he didn't do it, but having the Eagles come in and get Frodo and Sam back to me was a jump the shark moment because it it instead of finalizing the story and thinking ah they've got back it was it added more questions like why mm. yeah. and t- that to me again I don't want to be a dick and just come on each week and find news ways to slagging <laughs> off Lord of the Rings but. I, I will come up. on each week and find <laughs> Poor Mr. Tolkien <laughs> can't defend himself about, about his shoddy writing. Um, you, you're right, though. Like the, He literally wrote them into a, a, a physical corner that was being surrounded by lava. It's like yeah. that was the only <laughs> way to, like, he, he to get had them out. No, he literally had no choice but to, like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to bring them eagles in after all. <laughs> <laughs> But I, honestly, I always... like I love those endings. Is like it is incredibly indulgent, but 
Like, I feel like after spending like nine hours with the characters, you deserve a goodbye, like a proper goodbye. I just wanted it to end. I was like, go away, (laughs) stay away from me now. Mm. (laughs) I'm done with it. I'm done. (laughs) You would have just jumped jumped into the lava. (laughs) I've lost my finger, so I'm knocking it it off. Um, I've walked 10 million miles. (laughs) My my gigantic feet are hurting. I've got this guy that's keep on trying to bum us every time I'm walking around. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving now. Don't you, you, don't you know what about I don't my like... son that way? <laughs> you know what I don't get? Like, nobody ever, ever stops to ask Frodo why he's doing what he's doing. And, like, I can just imagine him walking into, a, like, a pub or something to have a drink and he's knackered and somebody comes up to him and goes, oh, so what, why are you here? And he says it and they look at him and go, Why? what do you want the wizard told me to that's that's the only why are you doing why are you on this journey the wizard told me to yes (laughs) like that's it because he really did manipulate him into doing it let's be honest like i'm not i'm not i'm not blind to the fact that frodo was very heavily manipulated to take that journey when you watch when you watch the hobbit or read the hobbit bilbo was exactly the same yeah exactly the same (laughs) gandalf is a <laughs> yeah, like like for for Bilbo, he's basically like, I reckon this guy could probably sneak into a dragon lair and unnoticed because he's small and nobody cares about him. <laughs> like that that's was exactly the only why reason. The, that's exactly why they wanted him for. So when it came nobody's, down to no, nobody's going to notice if he goes missing. Yeah. You go <laughs> exactly. It's all. <laughs> It's little shit. Who, who gives a fuck about these hobbits? <laughs> we'll just keep bumping them off one at a time. We'll just get them to do all these daft adventures. We'll but get that's, what, that's why he's so happy. I, like I say at the start of the Lord of the Rings, because he's got the fireworks off. He's like, ha, ha, I'm going to kill you, fuckers. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> going to burn the Shire down. <laughs> he managed to, in two minutes, turn Gandalf into the biggest villain Lord of the Rings never saw coming. <laughs> oh, no. That, that was Tolkien. I didn't do anything with that. That's <laughs> in the text. <laughs> it yeah. was written so shall it be <laughs> so moving away from films and tv shows i wanted just to touch on a little bit on gaming as well mm. um because like, like i say it is on on topic and again if, if you haven't played these games or if you're currently watching the tv show you might want to pause it for a little bit yeah there's going to be spoilers here <laughs> um, spoiler warning so i love this game and i'm loving this tv show the last of us mm-hmm. and i thought as a game was a like itself was a cinematic experience and kind of was flawless didn't it was literally the, the perfect game i've ever played and i'm not overselling it how, how much i love this game like i say it's not my favorite game in the world like that's probably arkham asylum but this as i said is a really like i can't fault it then they brought out number two I've always stopped you from talking about two. I'm not going to this time, Paul. You yes. go for it. It's bad, so, though. But yeah. yeah. Go make a comma. So, <laughs> so you spend, like, say, how many hours that you do falling in love with these characters and the decisions they make of these characters in the first one? And it is about family. It's about love. And the person has lost literally everything and he regains, like, family due to the like the game. And it's just perfectly written. And the second one, as everything is falling out with his little daughter, Ellie, and, and like I say, it's understandable. And the meets this person. Not only does the game make you play as this character for a little bit, 
then it fucking gets you to kill Joel. And there's no redeeming, for me, redeeming factor in that game because Joel and Ellie is the game. And I know it's Ellie's story, mm-hmm. but... You don't fuck. have that without him. No. And I was going to say, yeah. It lost so much, and I've never been so angry playing a game because I thought, why? It doesn't make sense. Why do this? Like, yeah. I don't get it, the reasoning. It's it's not even like a hero's death either. No. It's like It's like... That's another thing about these kind of moments. Like sometimes the like mean spirited to the audience, it feels like where you're like, Oh, well, I, I kind of get why you thought this would be like crazy, but it's actually, it actually hurts the fans it, feelings. It, it, this it, it punishes us. Cause yeah. it, I remember at the end of the first one, Joel makes a really difficult decision and he mm. lies to Ra. Yeah, and I remember having such an in-depth conversation with Ant when I finished that game, and he was we we really broke it down. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just because of the difference in Joel. Um, who kills Joel? Um, I've got a name now, Abby, Abby. a yeah, new Abby. character, the bitch. Fuck um, you, Abby. Yes, <laughs> I have stopped Paul on countless occasions of going off on one about this game, and it's just occurred to us that. Uh, I, if it's that bad, he really needs to get it off his chest and also be <laughs> fucking ruined for it as a couple of weeks it, um, <laughs> it, like So there's that moment. And it, the story, obviously it's like supposed to be uh, a dark story, but mm-hmm. it gets like very, very dark towards the end. And like, I mean, I'll not spoil the whole thing, but like nobody comes away like good, which maybe no. is definitely what they were going for. But like, like like Paul was saying, you got invested in like the the found family sort of aspect. Well, that was the that was the, the point I was making apart at the end. Really badly. That was the that was the point I was making at the end of the first one. There was such a such a like a connection between the two of them that it, you'd watched blossom and grow and like for him to even doubt himself or the he, the decision he made was to protect her. Mm-hmm. Would he have done that at the very first, like, beginning of the game? So we were so much in love with these two people that it spawned a conversation that lasted days in my household. <laughs> do, do you think, because obviously we've got the TV show now, and because fans reacted so badly to the second game, do you think the TV show is going to rewrite that? And... No, they've said they're going to do the same. They're going to do oh, the same? Really? So they're not going to do, this, like, what... Because this... This really would have been a chance for them to rewrite it, and then they could be like, "Right, well, I know." Or they could end it before There's another that. chance. So, <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. Like, I know. No, I know. Take I, it in yeah, a different because, direction. Well, Robert yeah, think... Kirkman on The Walking Dead, he re he was he rewrote, rewrote the things that made him unhappy. So in the comic book, Rick loses an arm. Yeah, he mm. absolutely hated that he did that. So he oh, never really? let it happen. Yeah, he Is hated it not it. Like that. that? <laughs> no, is he it, lost an arm. arm. Is it an arm or is it an eye? No, he loses hand. Yeah, you see it when when you see it when Negan, um, Negan like kind of hints at it. That's what he's going to do, and you think, oh my god, this is it. Rick's losing mm. his hand now, and he doesn't no, because no. Kirkman hated the idea that he did that to him because it completely like dis- disabilitated him in order to do what he wanted him to do with the story <laughs> that he'd mapped out in his head. But I really what... enjoyed the um the end of the Walking Dead comics i really enjoyed that ending mm-hmm. but is by about season yeah yeah, yeah. I a few year ago, couple of yeah, years ago generally didn't but, know that oh well, I'll, I'll not spoil it then but mm-hmm. by sort of season seven mm-hmm. you know that it's going to go in a totally different direction because they can't do 
the ending of the comics with what they're giving one TV show. And I think maybe The Last of Us could have done that, but like sort of rewritten the the points of the game that people really didn't like. No, I think they're sticking to the the premise of the game. I think Goodwill actually hit the nail on the head perfectly in the the Friday's episode of how they're going to play this out. Because if they do do this over the three seasons, first season will be the the first game. Second Mm -hmm. season will be the lead up uh, to the incident where Joel like meets his end. Third season is the aftermath of of uh, Joel dying. So mm-hmm. we'll get the full second season with Joel and, and Elle and Abby because I think they'll tell Abby's story as well. Mm-hmm. And then the third season will be just what happens in the game after that. And that will be the three season arc that I think will work well, well for this but after yeah. what you've just told us i don't want to fucking hear Abby's story. <laughs> you won't be happy but at the end you, of it <laughs> but is there any other games that like say had that type of impact on news as well because i know jake you're a big gamer like more retro and stuff yeah but... but like i think i think game fans are a lot easier to trick with this stuff because like the mm. escalation is like you know part of video games like level it up everything's bigger better badder but there is one massive one uh, which would be metal gear solid 2 which mm-hmm. where it was revealed that you play as a completely different character which wasn't advertised at all before the game came out mm-hmm. and there was even like it, it went so far that the creator like um switched the character models from snake like from raiden to snake for the trailer so it showed moments that weren't actually in the game because he wanted the reveal to be real. Um, mm-hmm. The reveal is that like Snake effectively dies after the prologue, and then you end up playing a different character about two hours into this like massive new <laughs> Metal Gear Solid game. When did that wow. come out? Because I'm sure I'm still bitter about that. 2001. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure he's really and, and you know you know what the the thing was it was also wrapped up in a lot of like um early 2000s like homophobia and stuff because it was like mm-hmm. a more effeminate character like he had long blonde hair and stuff mm-hmm. which was apparently a bit of a a bit of a sort of reach into like the female market in japan because they're like oh they won't play like an old bearded gruff guy mm-hmm. but like we'll try a different character and that game jumps many, 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 many sharks. I mean, the the main bad guy is the president or ex-president of the USA in an exosuit with Dr. Octopus arms and you fight him <laughs> on top of the Capitol building yeah. at the oh, end okay. in a sword fight. So you may as well be a little shock. Yeah, <laughs> effectively. There's a vampire. Um, what? What, what else happens? It turns out the entire thing's a simulation at some point. <laughs> It really um, does cover every trope, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, it's yeah, it's it's in orbit as far as over the shark goes. But um, that's the biggest one I can remember being a part of. One other thing is like you know when Legend of Zelda went like cartoonish for the GameCube, mm. people yeah. hated that at first. Yeah. Um, but that game turned out to be really good. So it was a what people thought was like a massive mistake, but that turned out to be. An amazing game. <laughs> <laughs> what were you, Charlotte? Any memories of just to say the blue um... hedgehog and that shitty little fox? <laughs> <laughs> Sonic Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess maybe the entirety of Sonic 3D. Yeah, oh god. <laughs> yeah, like Shadow the yeah, Hedgehog that, coming just in. That, that just Sonic 3D in general was just 
a mess. Yeah. Like I'm not a massive gamer at all. I, I played like played like Sonic and stuff when I was younger, and like if I'm going on a game now, it's gonna it's probably Mortal Kombat or mm-hmm. Two Point Hospital or something. <laughs> I don't really have to think about with not much of a story. But saying that though, Mortal <laughs> but, Kombat yeah. had a few moments. What was it like when it started? Changing from its fatalities and that brutalities and babyalities and stuff like that. And in the, the latest, last, actually, yeah, I was going to say the latest game that went back in time. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the last one with the time thing was a bit. The brought back eh. characters from Mortal Kombat <laughs> two in like the same outfits to meet the the older versions and weird stuff yeah. like that. Wow. Yeah, and yet, what what was the, the what was the character called? It like changes time, just like the time Veronica. With a K. That's it. <laughs> Chronica. Chronica, yeah. yes. Oh, the like Titan of Time. Is she is she is she's she very stylish, yeah. Veronica. <laughs> Veronica. She kind of she kind of reminds me of um Cape Blanchett as in the ancient one in Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. In, mm. But but in blue. <laughs> More spikes. <laughs> yeah. So I know but it's more combat. Certainly. I know we have <laughs> talked about quite a lot of negative uh jump the shark moments, which I do think it does have that element. Yeah. But I do think there is like say the odd one that's been I, I know Charlotte touched on earlier and it just popped in my head, to be honest with you. Probably it's the strongest jump the shark moment that you kind of loved and I like, got excited for uh from Dust Till Dawn. From going e- from like yes. a, a road yeah. movie yeah. uh like, e- and to the point when it's got like in this bar and you, you, it, I was lucky enough not to see the trailers or to see what was going on. I just knew it was a uh, Tarantino was in a George Clooney and I saw the uh-huh. thing of uh, Salma Hayek. I was like, I'm all in. Just want to say that. <laughs> it looked like a violent, it almost looked like a natural born killers type movie. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. And, it looked like it was going to be bloody shootouts, like mm. gritty. Oh my God. Sorry, I'm saying that. Sorry, no, saying that. I've just realised my ultimate jump the shark moment is Jojo Rabbit, the shoes. Ah, that that wasn't really completely changes this. Not a that's not a jump the shark moment, Charlotte. That's an an emotional fucking damage. (laughs) (laughs) But it is though because up until that point, you think it's it's a comedy. Take away Titi's playing Hitler. Um, we've got. Sam Rockwell, you know, Rebel Wilson, mini Nazis, which sounds horrific. <laughs> but yeah, it is a, a real thing. This excess youth, the Hitler youth of the thing. <laughs> up until that yeah. moment, it's a comedy, and then there's that moment, and it was either going to make it or break it, and it completely changes the film. Completely. Mm-hmm. I think that's my ultimate jump the shark moment, just because it, it hits you like a ton of bricks. It yeah. broke like me. You just don't. As a human being, uh-huh. it actually broke me. It's... <laughs> I've never been since. <laughs> Sorry, I, do I, I, I don't trust Takeaway. I don't trust Takeaway TV after this. I, really I don't, don't trust him for Love and Thunder, but that's for a different reason. But, uh... <laughs> but actually, you bring I actually him back. have my Love and Thunder T-shirt on tonight. <laughs> I did notice that. That's a good segue for what I wanted to quickly touch back on because I know we did dip into like the the comic book uh, movies. But, like, there has been some massive ones in comic books, like Spider-Man, One More Day, is it? Where he, he sells his marriage to the devil. With Mary, oh, he sells his marriage to Mary Jane, <laughs> to the devil. <laughs> what? Jesus Christ. Oh, the comic book ones are just, just absolutely the, ridiculous. The clone saga. <laughs> um, it's, I think at times, though, with the comics, though, they do get weird, because as Charlotte pointed out before, they'll either go multiverse or go... Um, just do what they say and say, we need to do the rebirth or this is the 52 yes. uh, series. 
Um, and didn't let's, didn't let's... didn't the new Fifty Two come about because Superboy Prime punched a hole in the universe, oh, like yeah. literally? He like yeah, he tore really the multiverse much. apart. <laughs> give, give DC its dues; it doesn't reset as much as what Marvel does. And I believe it's called multiverse. Here, we're going to tell a different story from a different timeline. But at least DC do kind of like call because the last one with the rebirth was all about Doctor Manhattan coming in and changing. Uh, things and yeah. then we got Doomsday it Clock, was, which was the sequel was quite, to Watchmen. Quite special. Quite special Alan Moore must have hated. <laughs> oh. oh my god, Alan Moore would have been seething. <laughs> Seeing Doctor Manhattan looking at, uh, I'd, I'd still got pissed off at that comic because we had Doctor Manhattan and Superman in the same comic, and they didn't get a fight. That would that. <laughs> but you did get to see uh, Rorschach bring the shit out with the Joker. That was entertaining. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> but it wasn't, but it wasn't actual Rorschach. It was a new Rorschach because the Rorschach oh, I see for watching was blown up. So it was a, a, a new guy that took on the mantle type thing. Um, but they had new characters and brought it interesting. But with comics, that's I think quite do... that's quite a big jump, isn't it? Really though, like we're going to fold the Watchmen into the DC, and you're like, no, yes. don't do it. But I guess some things work. But on paper, it sounds like the worst idea. Too much. I think, like I say, with comics, they do get away. Like stuff that shouldn't work does work. Like Marvel Zombies, for example. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so the, the, yeah, then DC <laughs> decay, decay that brought out like a similar type of uh, premise. D- is it Blackest Night or something like that? Yeah. Um, deceased, deceased. It was deceased. called. I think is um, is Blackest Night Zombies as well. That's no, like the, that was the a black... different well different timelines of different Batman's. Like you got the um the like. Actually, no, no, sorry. Um, it was the Green Lantern is a darkest. It's Green night. Lantern, I've got its darkest night. I've got Anthony's yeah. got a big massive. Um, it's, it's one like, of my favorite. It's like where the, the house, the black the coloring, yeah. <laughs> sort of comes it's, in. Yeah, Ant's got Ant's got a huge picture in his in his room of that that cover. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, you mean the the what was that the the Batman like a, who laughs or whatever? The, oh, the the oh, I love that. The Metal Season. That was it. The Metal, right. metal Series. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It was the. It was. It's. Oh God, what's it called? We, we were talking dark series. We were talking about Darkest Night, where it's like the Green Lantern core oh, is like a, the, yeah. the Black Lanterns come in. Right. That yes. was kind of like Marvel Blackest Zombies. Night. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could open that door and look and see what the title is. <laughs> um, it's massive in answer room. <laughs> no, they, these, this was the the metal ones that came out. Yeah. Like said, and it had a uh, like a joke, uh, Batman that was a. Uh, like all the different evil Batmans had like the an, an yes. evil Flash, an evil. Um, it was called the Red 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 Zoom or something like that. I know the like sort of going to be potentially shown in other things as the, the Monster Dog. Um, I was I was I got really confused there. It's black. It's the black label. I was thinking of. The black the... label wasn't. That was just different. <laughs> to- oh, is that when you top, saw? Di- uh, that was Batman's cock. You saw. Yes, that's it. <laughs> the yeah, yeah. That's it. That's yeah. why it sounded familiar. Okay, go on. Oh, you saw was a little. It was just a little uh, silhouette, but it wasn't full it out. Was still, still there. <laughs> it wasn't like Doctor Manhattan in the movie. No, no. Wow, like, yeah. <laughs> I can tell Batman was circumcised. That was about it. But excellent. Because <laughs> you know, important <laughs> questions. I think the black series. Well, we all want to know, Charlotte. It was, um, <laughs> It was the Batman one, then they've done a Harley Quinn one, and I think they've done thing. It was when they were supposed to be bringing out more adults themed, but yeah, big style. It was I like I think it was like when Vertigo had disappeared, gone, and they were like, "Oh, we need, we still need to kind of like make sure that adults are all right and taken care of." I know, yeah. Black Label. I think, honestly, <laughs> the, the Harley Quinn series that came out of that was phenomenal. 
it was around it was around the time as well that they started uh sort of they, they did some novelizations of uh they, they did killing joke and court of owls and mad love and i read them and i realized that those stories were much better as comics yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i think so they could do like i know there's there's rumors that that's going to be in, implemented in the new batman film the court of owls which I would look forward to see, but it's, if they're to do it, just see. I that wasn't really it. sold on Court of Owls for some reason. I, I just read don't it. Bring, just don't bring the talons into the, it. That that mm. was that was that was another moment in Gotham for me when they sort of start, started hinting at Court of Owls, and I was just like, it's far too early, far too early to be doing this. <laughs> There's supposed to be a secret. <laughs> 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 but we got to make jump the sharp moments. That's um, that kind of spoiled the film or like. Had no redeemed like qualities. Um, hard ones for me to get past was uh, the Stephen King's it. Like, say, it was the first story yeah. and nine was great, and then when you get to like the underground when they're older and they get Pennywise in his true form, and it's just a giant fucking spider. <laughs> yeah, and it's, yeah. Um, to, to be fair, most of Stephen King's endings are jump the shark moments. Mm-hmm. Oh, because yeah. he doesn't really know how to end look, them. Look at Dreamcatcher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Great film up until there. Up until, until he is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that, that's, yeah, that's quite, quite like I say, a, a recurring theme with a lot of like say the typical jump the shark moments. If you talk about like say the Stephen King ones, uh, like say if Jaws the Revenge, even though the film itself was a jump the shark moment, but having mm. a shark where it had memory of where it's uh, ancestors were killed by his family so kind of chased down the other family members um was that, that the one with michael Caine? that was michael Caine, yeah, that, uh, where he missed he missed, house accepting his, he yeah. missed no well he missed accepting his oscar as well because he was on <laughs> on set as he keeps pointing out he got paid yeah. for it <laughs> um, he got his check was it as well? Uh, I can't think of top of my head now. It's me. That, that film's just made me mind go blank. Uh, it's, it's not a good thing. Um, <laughs> I thought I thought you guys were going to have more horror um, examples. We're going to get there. We've still got there plenty of time. Of horror. Horror. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one element I wanted to touch on because it was probably the most disappointing jump the shark moment for me because the first season was so memorable and iconic was Heroes. Um, yeah, yes. <laughs> and that's what when me and Anne talked about it today. That is exactly the example he brought up was heroes. It's like yeah. building up, and they don't know what to do with the characters and like how to end the show. It's like save the trailer to save the world, great, but they didn't know what to do after that element, and then yeah. just said, "What do we do?" Oh, we'll get his brother just to fly off in the end. It's like yeah, and yeah. and after that, Silo was one of the most sinister and scary characters in. I was, in comics, I was just about uh, to say that he's been one of the best villains mm-hmm. ever. Like he was so ruthless. Mm-hmm. Like just, he was like oh, true psychopath. Mm-hmm. Bloodthirsty as well. Like it was mm-hmm. just relentless in the way he would go on. And like Zachary Quendo just just like played it so like one note as well, where he didn't get angry, he didn't get sad, he didn't he just played it like all the way through and it was quite terrifying to watch. It was incredible because Zachary Quinto wasn't actually cast as Sailor until literally I think it was two weeks before when you first see Zachary Quinto as Sailor, mm-hmm. he'd literally only got, got the part like two weeks ago because there's, there's an episode n- near the beginning where you never see his face the... and right. he's just sitting sitting in a cafe or something and you never see his face. And that's mm-hmm. actually just one of the uh, production team because they didn't 
know who was going to play him. But I think I think the biggest issue with heroes as well was, as I said, they had these amazing characters, amazing like actors playing these characters. They just didn't know where to fucking go with it. Like hero was so amazingly well thought out and as a character, and they were good. Yeah, you can travel through space and time. It's like, what do we do with it? It's like they had these characters with so many different powers, and they thought, shit, we've got no supervillains or we've got nothing really like to go against. And it kind of then fell flat when it was like, right, we've got to write an ending. I'll go write a second season, and it was kind of like. And, you, and the sad thing is, well, um, you knew that characters were going to get written out or killed because they were on the uh, the, the, con, uh, the con circuit a few a few weeks before the season was out. Oh, <laughs> so you were like, was, oh, um, you're going to die. <laughs> was it was it Ali Lata's character when they killed off our first character and brought mm-hmm. her back as somebody else who looked mm-hmm. exactly the same, but she was a totally different character? Yeah. <laughs> it was... She's going to be in the middle of a horror this year. I was really yeah. lucky with Heroes because um, I didn't watch Did you not it. Watch until... it like me. <laughs> I didn't watch it until way later. This was probably like when Netflix was getting big again. You know, like uh, you know, moved on from Love Film, or whatever, and became Netflix. Um, oh, yeah. But one of my friends at work was like, "Oh, you should just watch the first season and then just mm-hmm. stop." And I was like, "All right." And I kind of like I just I did it, and I'm like, <laughs> oh cool, <laughs> that that was a fun little story. <laughs> I didn't have all of like because obviously at the time, I mean, I remember the it being in the media. I just yeah. I don't think I had like um, Sky at the time or something, oh, so I couldn't I, really watch it. I it was huge had at the time. zero interest. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. literally zero interest, but it's it's very much of that of that like time period where it was like writing things, and you kind of weren't. You weren't sure where story threads were going to go. They were like mm. dropping hints a lot, which mm. I feel like now they the wouldn't do because they, no. they know the audiences would, would just go was... online and complain for like yeah. an entire week. Until they got their way. Yeah. <laughs> so Jake did bring up a very good point because I was going to bring this up, but I didn't realise how long we've been talking. Sorry. Um, <laughs> what is your biggest jump the shark moment in horror? What isn't a jump the shark moment in horror? <laughs> like... Jason X, Jason X. That's a loaded question. Like, say, we cannot have horror without Jump the Shark moments because mm-hmm. it's in the fantastic, it's in the real. What was the non-recoverable aspects for you? Oh, in that's hard because... I can I'm name it straight horror, if you want I'm... me to start. Yeah, please, because I'm watching horror for that reason. <laughs> Halloween ends. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, evil dies tonight. Well, just like, see, the whole <laughs> stop like when Halloween came back, it was like say fresh, it wasn't like a different story. It was just basically cleverly done and went, We're not going to break the wheel, keep it the same. We're going to pretend that everything that went before, like the first one, didn't happen. So you kind of got invested in the characters again, you enjoyed the characters, and again, the, the characters that you wanted to die did die, so it was great, but it was entertaining. Second yeah. one, again, it give you old characters and give you old memories, and you thought great, memorable deaths, and again kept it fresh. It did have a few annoying aspects, like evil dies tonight, uh, the whole mob mentality, which again, understandable. But then yeah. to go from them two premises, which again leads on from one night, pretty much that's that thing. So many years later, where Michael now is living. Killing tramps under the sewers. <laughs> the sewer. And this guy oh, then. Hobo Michael. Yeah, this guy meets him 
and becomes possessed with Michael because he had unfortunate things. He's tread different ways. And then, yeah, we got that. <laughs> they tried to give Michael a sidekick. Yes. And don't, don't they have like a ro- don't they have like a roll around slap fight a couple of times as yes. well and he gets overpowered. And the first the first two were so good as well. Like the first one was exactly what you wanted. The second yes. one was it seemed like a, a filler movie in a trilogy. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then you thought you, you, you then, thought this is going somewhere. Let's just ride yeah, it. And then everywhere you thought it was going. Mm-hmm. Went the fucking opposite direction. This is the first it, time on the, the podcast, the... by the way, we've brought this up. First time, is it? Yeah. We've, we've never we've talked. Said, about we've said, we've we've said we won't talk about the movie, but, yeah. but this is oh, such okay. a perfect moment for it. That <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> so, <laughs> two of Kev's favorite, absolute favorite franchises are Halloween and Jurassic Park. Halloween ends and Jurassic Park. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion hurt him in waves oh. that I don't think anybody will ever be able to hurt him again. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, I'm sure. I'm sure. Charlotte has a trick. Like, <laughs> to the point. To the point where when I was Christmas shopping for him, he was like, "If it says Dominion, don't buy it. It's going in the bin." It's like, all right, Ooh. calm down. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, like it. It wasn't just that. Oh, Halloween ends. Kind of. Th- there was. Are we going to say spoilers for Halloween? Fucking, we don't care now. If, you, if you've watched the movie, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you watched it. The gloves are on. Halloween, <laughs> Halloween Kills ends with Laurie's daughter's death, <gasps> and your your immediate thought is right. The next one is going to follow immediately after that, like yeah. this one has, and Laurie's going to go nuts and she's going to yeah. go after Michael, and that's going to be it. It's going to boot off. No. It's going to absolutely kick off. No, it's five, six years in the future. And she's the daughter's given... death is just kind of, all right, she was killed. <laughs> Shit and... happens. <laughs> yeah, and they're playing happy families. Like, it, it's just, right, okay. Uh, and, and, the, and the daughter's some kind of sexual predator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Going, going after the, um, like, say, the local um, nut job. But yeah, so I'm saying, yeah. like, go, planning on running off and doing weird stuff, and then he's just getting his jollies off killing people. Um, She's like, oh, I can change him. Can you? Can you now? I can change him. I can fix him. It's a commentary on modern dating culture. I am so glad I didn't go to the pictures to see it. I'm so I'm so glad I had Charlotte and Kev there to moan and bitch at afterwards (laughs) because they got it with both barrels. We were out. You watched it the same night, or was it the same? Was it like no? That was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, it was like there's another one. (laughs) You watched it. You watched it the night before I did. It, which we seem to do a lot when it comes to new releases of horror. We either watch it on the yeah, same we did it with or... the monsters as well. Yeah, we it? did. <laughs> <laughs> which I, which we, I do we... say the jump the shark moment in the monsters was it wasn't that bad. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, we we kind of need each other for that emotional support when it comes to horror movies. <laughs> Yeah. Did it with Scream as well? There's he really one. did. Maybe you guys should stop watching horror movies. <laughs> just a thought. To be fair though, Sam's got a big list of films to watch. She can just watch some of the newest water shit. But, um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think the, the jump the shot moment for this was the fact that I think we all had an idea of how the story was going and where it would end up. And Again, I know they don't want to change the fans or like keep it fresh, 
But this was just such a left field turn that you're like, it didn't even feel like a Halloween movie anymore. It no, felt like some creepy seventies film where, it, like, <clears throat> even Tom or something like that. Yeah. It the whole the whole thing of it was it was supposed to be really final. Like even the name Halloween ends. It was all supposed to be really yeah. final, and and the fans wanted the big Laurie Michael showdown that that's been you know that they've been Bill promising been and... since since the first one in 79 80 mm-hmm. and instead of giving the fans that they were like right we're going to forget all of yous and we're going to try and build something that we can give to the next generation of fans yeah you yeah. know what i mean like they, they, they didn't even, they didn't do it at all and i think they, unfortunately they yeah they've like they've gone so far with it i think people are now broken on the concept of like or they've been waiting for the showdown you know like the reboot you know like how they've done like terminator and stuff and had like <laughs> yeah after all these years they're gonna come you know like she's gonna well, meet arnie again and like but they've and gone, die like, two seconds later just like yeah. they did in texas chainsaw massacre with sally and i think wow. now and now the fans have caught on and like that's the new joke if if there's another horror film announced where it's like yeah jason's gonna meet someone from like the 80s movies like everyone's just gonna be like nope not watching it (laughs) nope because in two minutes time they'll be they'll be dead the thing is with with all the horror reboots that's been out in sort of the last couple of years uh scream texas chainsaw halloween it it could have been the rebirth of the slasher movie could have and it just it hasn't because it's because scream was scream was terrible (laughs) but is it not i know it's gonna sound good like old age here is it now just because we're watching these older movies with rose-tinted glasses because like as we as we said in previous podcasts as well we've went back and revisited classic horror movies um like i know like some of the first ones always been great but like from freddy one watching all the freddy movies it got more and more painful to watch yeah friday the 13th again the the play the game and do what like tick by numbers but Great movies, hard to say. Yeah, you're um, right. You're right. It's it's it, now like say it's a horror movie for a new genre for new kids and new people. Which you've got to think about. They've had films that came out since them, like Saw, Hostel, um, yeah. like say Insidious, um, The Conjuring. So these have had better standard of movies to start with. So when these now slasher movies are very dated because. Mm. running around with a knife is like it's, it's scary but there's people running it, around with, with bombs there's people running around with guns it's bloody acid yeah like that's, yeah, literally it, acid attacks it, but do you not think it's the same it's the same conversation we had earlier about the simpsons mm-hmm. yeah the exact yeah. same thing we are do you know what we've learned tonight we're, we're old. fucking we're old, old. <laughs> <laughs> that's it we're, we're jumping the shark we're gonna have to do a time skip <laughs> and get the new generation really, do you know in. What I, do you know what I loved about this? It's, this episode has managed to like air our grievances out that we don't ever want to do here because we're not ones to shit on things, but there is some things that rattle out cages. That was my plan this, all along. This episode has <laughs> really done that. Somehow Palpatine returned to feel the anger. <laughs> Like I said, we've never spoke about Halloween before because, again, we've always said we're never going to shit on anything. 
look look at what look at what today's episode did. But how much have we smiled? <laughs> a lot, a lot. So, not to end it on a bad note, like of horror wise, yeah. but I think the horror remake, the remake of Evil Dead, mm-hmm. um, was a massive jump the shark just to do it because the first one's so iconic. And I watched it the other day again, and I actually th- thought it was quite good. Yeah. And having seen the trailer for the for the new one coming out, yeah. it's actually got us kind of excited about Evil Dead again. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's got me nice. buzzing for the franchise. It really does. To be fair, though, the Evil we, Dead in just one film, like say, every aspect of the Evil Dead is a jump the shark, like from going to, or is it yeah. Army of Darkness, <laughs> uh, which God, is just yeah. absolutely brilliant. Like, you would never think that premise would even work. Honestly, like I think the moment in like the second Evil Dead where like the house comes alive is one of the most like <coughs> impressive and chaotic things like that's ever been put on screen. It's like it's mm-hmm. amazing to watch. <laughs> even the first one has the most disturbing scene, but again, it's yeah. like you would never think of a tree rip. And yeah. it's yeah. it's horrific maybe, to think. Maybe you but... shouldn't have, but yeah. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah. And the, the thought of being raped by something like a tree just is the most horrifying thing you can ever think. I was, but... I was really hoping we could end it on Charlotte's positive note, but I really now <laughs> we're going to have to do it ended on tree rape. <laughs> tree rape. No, no, I can I can end it on a more positive note. Uh, Go on. Some a lot of people's least favorite jump the shark, Scrappy Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Scrappy Doo. That is is one of the biggest ones. (laughs) And that's how Jake started World War Three. It depends on the age, because I think with my age I didn't mind Scrappy Doo, but I I didn't either. I don't I don't get the hatred for the little dude. Oh here we go. (laughs) I don't I don't understand how you can hate a puppy. (laughs) And there we did it. We've just turned it around. Oh no. Charlotte, it's your nemesis. Look out, everybody. The puppet Charlotte, show Charlotte, your mum is cold. <laughs> Debbie, My mum Debbie... will be wetting herself laughing right now. <laughs> Debbie is actually, when I, I turn around up. and said, we're all getting older, Debbie in the chat says, and I'm getting younger. Debbie Sanderson now, are we? <laughs> Debbie is being on fire now. Debbie, Debbie has been the MVP of tonight's chat. She really has. <laughs> She's taking over from Goodwill now. Goodwill, she's coming for she's coming for your competition. <laughs> so we're we gonna are we gonna wrap things up and say good night. Yes, I, I think am we should. Absolutely have. exhausted, and my voice is starting to go. Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna just finish off on a, on a positive as well because, like I say, I know, like I say, it's been good to having Debbie on or Charlotte's mom in the chat. Mm-hmm. Again, Debbie, you don't have to wear the monkey outfit. I'm going to offer an open invitation for you to join us <laughs> on an episode of the Nerdy Up North podcast. You, I would you love so... to have this conversation and yeah. see see uh, you put Charlotte in her place as well. <laughs> <laughs> so that I, is I an want, open invitation for Debbie to and come that, on the podcast. That is an open now. invitation for Debbie to come on and Charlotte to not be there. <laughs> Charlotte's not allowed on because we need to have an open and frank conversation, an open and frank, honest conversation without Charlotte sitting there giving her mum evils if she steps yeah. out of line. <laughs> what, yeah. what do you say to this, Charlotte? 
I'm, I'm Charlotte's not got no say. If, if Debbie agrees to it, Charlotte's got no say in this matter. You have no idea what kind of monster you're going to unleash with this. Well, this, this is, is a what I said about my mum. About to happen. Is. <laughs> this is this is exactly what I said about my mum. I was like, you will regret it. See, Nerdy yeah. North in season two, we've run out of ideas already. <laughs> We're jumping the shark. We started bringing in new characters. So, <laughs> What is next week's episode? Is it really The Simpsons? It's The Simpsons, yeah. Sonia's back. Oh, right. Oh, really? Oh, fun. That's fun. Um, So next Sunday is The Simpsons. Um, I'm recording the Game of Thrones podcast on Friday. Mm -hmm. um, And we are looking to do something on Tuesday. So you lucky people, you lucky people are getting some additional content somehow yes. somewhere uh, so i think However... it won't be live on tuesday i know no. goodwill has told us that we're not allowed to be, do it on tuesday night that is his time and so that don't is step on goodwill, goodwill's tours <laughs> but it will be somehow somewhere there will be additional content whether it be for youtube just on its own or we're just evil and bang it on the patreon you gotta watch it through there <laughs> <laughs> yes, please send like us your hard earned one pound <laughs> it really helps us uh keep the lights on <laughs> but really it does if you want to support us through the patreon please go and find the patreon nerdy up north and got watch some good my series up. on game of thrones yeah we've got two episodes up already and, and don't forget you can see the episode that youtube and the bbc don't want us to show where me yes. jake and sam watched ghost watch it is entertaining like Trust me, it is one of the funniest things is, you'll ever see. There is one moment in there where I literally scream down the mic to the point where you can't actually hear it. I'm that loud. But yes. <laughs> Have you got anything planned for the next week then, Jake? Yeah. Um, we're kind of still working on our exploration of the PlayStation for some reason, I guess, because Last of Us kicked it off. <laughs> uh, doing a bit of a retrospective, but uh, it's kind of like, we just pop on whenever we get the chance. Um, but yeah, look out for more parts of that. And Goodwill's doing Far Cry 5 still, running things over and making explosions happen. Yeah, <laughs> that, famous, that famous Goodwill running, running yes. the Twitch. And I know it's not, uh, it's coming up in a few weeks. What date is it? Uh, me and Jake will be going to a wrestling event uh, mm, held in Newcastle. The 18th of March. We had this yes. conversation the other day. Did we figure out what date it was? Jake's the Jake's the boss for that. So um, <laughs> yeah, we might get some. We might be able to get some real life wrestlers on this show, which will be fun. wrestlers. Wrestlers, yeah. yeah, telling us all about the wrestling business, rough and tough. Yeah. Um, Charlotte, what about you? Have you got anything to promote other than your feet? <laughs> Not something that needs promoted. Looking at getting the book club started back up again. I've I've dropped off a bit with you know not being ill and. Nelly dying and all that. Um, I mean, that's so dramatic. That will do it, Charlotte. (laughs) Um, So there's uh, there's a couple of new mods, and we're gonna sort of see what new ideas we can come up with. Um, Possibly do a book review of Harry Potter. I know that Sam's read them, but it's just sort of trying to fit them all in. And oh, I'm well for that. (laughs) I got a lot to say. (laughs) (laughs) we're not ready for that conversation yet <laughs> so, yes, um, 
So we've got a few things lined up. I know, yes. like I say, we've got things planned. We've got some other special guests coming on the podcast, like some people making a debut soon as well. Um, yeah. Like I say, we've had Dan join us and she's going to come back again for a few episodes. I think she's mentioned that she wants to come on for the top five deaths and uh, the Universal, Universal Monsters Mon- as well. So I think challenge- I made a I think I made a hint when we mentioned the Universal Monsters episode. I was like, oh, we're doing it. And I was like, mm. and I was just about to say, and you should come on, but I didn't know how it was going to work out or if she actually felt comfortable enough coming back on us again. So I just kept my mouth shut. <laughs> but yeah, thank God she's coming back on. Yeah, because Sam is her new best friend, stalks her and like t- tries to steal her life force, basically. <laughs> Um, that's what she does I mean, apart all. from the life force bit, which I do with everyone, to be honest. Um, well, yeah, I'm we know you're a vampire. <laughs> exactly. I'm an energy Colin vampire. Robinson, so... still love you. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a Colin Robinson. I'm an energy vampire, but I don't stalk people. I just... <laughs> Why do you think I'm... I do this podcast for? It's <laughs> just attentive. Exactly. And we are exactly. Kind of, uh, we've got the nerd fest coming up as well. That's coming up pretty yeah. quick as well, so... We've got so so much going on, so much planned, and if you do want to know all about it, you can find us on Facebook on the commun- on a, our community page, Nerdy Up North. We're also on social media, we're on Instagram and TikTok, we, and we play video games on Twitch. Also, come and join us on Patreon and get that extra special content. Get the Goonie level. The Goonies rule. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just get any level where you can watch me talk about Game of Thrones. It's great. And if, if you pay extra bucks, I might actually put a level up where Sam will talk to you with a top off. <laughs> well, you'll already... be bitterly disappointed. <laughs> she, she, she already does it pantsless. So. Yeah, so that's the one thousand pound a month to you. It's what's going yes. on right now, guys. I know. <laughs> I Just under the desk. <laughs> that's the podcast title. <laughs> we did actually. Sorry, I, I, I forgot to mention as well. We did get a new subscriber in Sam Wary and another person, which I have now added their name to the top of this. So I will do that for next time. He is also my co-host on the uh, Game of Thrones podcast. So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> have your for name in life and watching yourself. <laughs> Sorry. But that same bad time, guys. Same bad channel. Same early, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.